Welcome to the 1-1 one, one on BJ Ryan, episode 109. Proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. And it's an absolute pleasure to be back in 1-1 one, one HQ alongside the man commonly known as the Perth Racing Guru. G'day, Terry. Good. Hey, BJ, how are you uh, this sunny Thursday morning, Outst- late morning? Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, it's a, it's a big week for us. It's a big, humble it's a big, podcasters, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hey, actually, before we go any further, yes. it was your birthday the other day. It Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. You kept it quiet last week. You, you, you spoke about the big week ahead and you didn't even mention your uh, your birthday. No, all I wanted on my birthday was a winner at Mount Barker and um, I didn't get one, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, no, it was a lovely, lovely, uh, lovely day. So Where were you? Uh, where was I? Jeez, I don't know what I was saying there. I'm looking at the odds at the same time. Just a, a really good multitasker. I uh, went down south, stayed with a couple of mates in uh, in Bustleton. Very nice. Um, yeah, just did a few days down there. Caught up with Jared on the on the whatever the day. I, I lose track of the days mm, between Christmas so. and New Year's. But uh, no, it was a good uh, good little getaway and um, refreshed. And I see I see uh, Mario Delina, friend of the podcast. Uh, yeah, you went, oh, went the early crow on Twitter with yeah. your, announcing your birthday. Well, yeah, exactly. I was talking to him and I made some comment about it um, and I I didn't specify that it was the day after. Um, so, yeah, he did go the early crow, spelt my name wrong. No, that's, that should be a mastermind question, actually. We'll have to try and slip that in for a bit later on. But uh, nobody can spell my name correctly. Do you have a go? I think I've had a go before and mm-hmm. I've got it horribly wrong. All right, I'll have one more go then. It's got like strange little twist to it. So like T-E-R-A-N-C-E? No, just an E. Just E's. E's. Just E's the whole way so through. So it's one R and all E's. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay, I'll remember that. Yep. I'll okay. never forget. I'm going to ask you again. Um, it's weird because Terry's got I'll the... I'll ask you again in 12 months' time. You should be spelling Terry with one R then, shouldn't you? Yeah, but I think that's the female I'll spell. Yeah. I think of I think of like your Terry Hatches. Yeah, was that... S- oh, and I've got an auntie called Terry Dawson, and that's T-R-R-I-E, so... Oh. Anyway, this is thrilling listening, I reckon, right now. T-R-E-N-C-E. That's it. Happy birthday, mate. Thank you. How many years? Same middle name as um, uh, Dennis, Keith Lilly, and Shane Keith Warren. I, for a little period, they looked like I was going to reach Similar. the same type of heights. I really did. And you see that uh, leading wicket-takers in Australian Test cricket history, and you would have thought, hang on, where is he? He'll be... He'll be uh, he'll be out there shortly, but um, unfortunately the leggies just stopped spinning quite as much. You know, they just they just went on with the arm, and uh, the batsmen were picking me. So I uh, I tried to back a winner instead. And you do a reasonable job at that. Mate. Oh, thanks, not bad, thanks, not bad. Boone. thanks, Boone. Um, you always Boone Stanger. Boone <laughs> <laughs> Stanger might have a few Boone Stangers tomorrow. Boone Stanger, yeah. Hey, um, how did you spend your Perth Cup Day, New Year's Day. Um, I did you get to watch all the races? Or yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, did. I absolutely uh, was having a horrid day at um, at Ascot. Finished with a bang with Shan Talk, um, which was a nice result. But I was a little bit. I went into the the meeting a little bit disgruntled with Paul Harvey um, missing. I'm uh, not disgruntled at Paul or anyone in particular, but um, yeah, hopped into a couple pre post Gemma and Chili mainly because of Paul being on missed board. Gemma with, especially uh, missed with a stomach virus. Yeah, so it was a, it was a tough start to the day. I mean, I could have laid both off because they both traded lower than what I think I initially took. But at that stage of proceedings, I was I was too smart for that. So, um, but no, we found it. Found a couple of Geraldton actually. To who would have thought? Who would have thought? We'd just dive a little bit further, look a little bit further afield. But that um, no, was a, it. Was a nice day out there, and I uh, got a bit excited with Platoon at the one fifty. Yeah, I yep. must admit. But watching the replay, the one thing we know about Midnight Blue is it's a one paced batting stayer. And listening to Paddy. Carberry at um, post race and how he described his thought process in regards to your mate mm. Stafford's lad. 
I reckon it'll be hard it'll be hard to see a better ride in 2022 in regards to just understanding and awareness of your biggest challenges where they are in the running where you are your horse's strengths um yeah it was a, a 10 a 10 out of 10. Paddy's flying he is flying horses love him Dale Howsey yesterday uh no actually found a couple earlier yesterday found no dice and Dale Howsey had critical critical altitude a lot longer than the yeah it was dollar full, 40. It? yeah it came a pretty lackluster trial I mm. thought gave it all back though as the afternoon went on which is <laughs> standard behavior a little group but, chat but you, you got to give it to Paddy he's won the he's finished the the carnival with the Kingston Town a, a Cox, Cox and a Perth Cup a PC yep and he's riding a lot of midweek winners. Yeah, his his confidence is high. He's up and about, and um, yeah, he's riding. He's riding super. I read somewhere. Someone said somewhere. It might have been you. I can't remember that he rides good horse as well. Mm. Um, and he does. He yeah. rides. He rides good horses very well. So that's ten for Bob. Bob and Sandra. Yeah, Peter's investments ten Perth Cup victories. So Yay. Yay. I, I thought. Uh, I thought uh, Platoon and Staffords and Nerf Bosk and a couple of the others would. Uh, would uh, have have the uh, potential to knock him off, but just the ride. Yeah, seriously, just the ride. Like if he gets held up a little bit, or Paddy's found a little bit of trouble early in the straight, but from the inside gate, that was always going to be. Oh no, he drew wide. Sorry, he drew didn't it? it was five. Staff drew wide. Five. Nah, Paddy's was adding thirteen from memory. You sure? Yeah, okay. I could be wrong. Yeah. There's a first for everything. Um, <laughs> I, thought I thought he drew five or six or something. Yeah. yeah, double check it while yeah. I'm talking. And um, but no, I, I platoon. I, if I could have basically described exactly how I wanted that horse ridden. It was exactly how the race went. Um, I think Stevie, they interviewed him all post-race. He, he said it bang on and he just said, look, he probably peaked at the 2400. In saying that, he probably ran into a good one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Platoon is a, geez, nice bread and butter horse. Midnight Blue um, Jump from four. Oh, I thought we were talking about Paddy Shadow. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. Paddy, Paddy. Oh, we're Paddy getting, Carvery, we're getting, we're getting yeah, yeah, okay. We're both right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both right. Yeah, so it was a it was a competitive cup, and you're right. It was the the ride. He sort of was like three wide, and then a couple of horses who we didn't really think were going to go forward. We had to push forward in funny truly reliable. Tell them we're coming. Couple yeah, of, a couple of funny steers. And, Jeez, I would have loved to have seen. Like, we're telling we're coming. Like that's two in a row. It's been caught deep at a staying journey. I, I just put. I wouldn't try to ride out the gate at all. I just mm. put it. To, I'd dead last, fast asleep. If you can if follow you can, platoon, if I you follow thought. platoon, yeah. you can let because it can let down better than platoon. Potentially not a twenty four hundred, but you got to find that out. It's the only way you win in the race. Um, Trapper Fools ride a little bit more defensive than I thought. Yes, yeah. Uh, the Cockney Crew ride was probably the second best ride of the race. Mm. Just, just stacked them and then went right at the right time. I think um, Jay just a bit, of, just a bit of conditioning, probably just Cockney class. Crew, yeah, yeah, just class. But oh, that was probably one of the better rides. That um, obviously you won't get much credit for running fifth or sixth or seventh, wherever uh, Sean McGrady and Cockney Crew did. But I thought yeah. that was the perfect. Uh, front running ride on a horse like Cockney Crew, but uh, no, nah, good Perth Cup. I don't know if we're going to see uh, going down as one where many will. I don't think Midnight Blue is going to go over East and be challenging in Caulfield Cups and things of that nature. This, well, we might see from some Perth Maybe Cup not, winners. But he's, a, he's a pretty handy star. I've got a little bit of news for the listeners. Mm. Stafford's lad, who was awfully unlucky uh, in the Perth Cup, where uh, just nothing went to script um, from the thousand on. From the thousand on, actually got off. Chalice. Got off the fence. Staying on the rail might have even been a better bet the way that the race panned out. Um, but uh, a bit of news that they were talking to Dan Morton during the week that he might 
head across to Adelaide for the two-mile Adelaide Cup in March. So, yeah, right. Yeah, just keep an eye out for uh, for Stafford. The yeah. further, the better. The further, the better. There's a, I think there's a 2,600-metre Lord Reams two Might weeks before. Might to get him to the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, perhaps. Find one at Ludlow or <laughs> Chepstow, something that so, yeah. I'll probably be having a bet on at 11 p.m. tomorrow night. Two-mile Adelaide Cup in March, potentially for Stafford's lads. Mm. So, but yeah, it was a it was a great story. But yeah, you got to give you a... Take your hats off to Bob and Sandra Peters and, of course, Team Williams. Uh, overcome a setback with Midnight Blue. Uh, Mr. Run had bar shoes on in the ATA. Then they had it primed to win on the big dance yeah. again. Too good. Yeah, too good. Too I've good. had enough talking about Bob, to be honest with you, this carnival. So that'll do me. That's it? Yeah. I'm no done. more? Yeah, no, I'm just... Are you tipping any Bob. Bob runners on Saturday? Uh, does he have many in? I don't He's think got he extra does. secret three-year-old in. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I have got a Bob runner on top. Yeah. No, Bob's going to go bobless. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he'll, he might, he might, I don't think he'll win too many Bob on. Bob off, Bob. Yeah, just just rob it. <laughs> just rob it. Uh, all right, what else can we, uh, do we have to talk about? CJP, killing it at the moment. Ever since we uh, we sort of were a bit off him on the podcast about three Tell weeks ago after he uh, got beat on four horses that we were on, he hasn't stopped riding winners. So. Yeah, he has. He's, horses are going better for him than any other jockey. Yeah. Horses love him. He's still riding a lot of, this. he probably won't go down that way, he's still riding a lot of, query or races though mm. he's getting a lot of things beat and putting him in bad spots i i don't think i've ever seen a such an informed jockey ride as many questionable races at the same time and i know that probably won't be a popular comment mm. but the simple thing is when he puts a horse in the right spot not, like even pike included horses aren't going better for anybody than clint johnson porter well, when he puts him in the right spot well look at the um as you that, can tell, that I've currently had a negative variance with Quinn. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I have as well. The um, well, even like last Saturday, Bopping Blue, just was able to rate that horse what to perfection. What did you think? I mean, we got to. I don't know why I've started potting people again. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Sean McGrady not hopping on the back of Bopping Blue instead of taking Ultimate Command? Is that not doing your maps properly in the run? Started two bucks. I was thank God, thank God, because I, as I said, three dollars plus I needed to bet. Jumped even money. I ended up backing bloody Easy Sizzler yeah. personally when it got out to that price. As you know, I purely bet on price, and I wanted to be on beads, but yeah. um, Easy Sizzler would have won the race. Yeah, um, I think I think maybe Shawnee was just confident of victory, and then he thought I'll just start in trouble, and he'll let down better than Bop and Blue. And what happened? Ultimate command is always very likely to be gone earlier. Ultra- going if he yeah. if he just takes the back of Bop and Blue, wins by length. Oh. Uh, Ultimate Command never really put it, applied any pressure to the leader as well, and so it got away with a bit well rated. And but even to the line, like it just Clint was able to eke out just a little bit, yeah, little bit, just enough to uh, get it over, the, throw it over the line, and hold off beads. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good, to, good to see that these um, we've got some jockeys emerging because uh, the clock is ticking on whether we will see the uh, the wizard in action from yeah. Feb, Feb five well, onwards. Jay, Jay Rooney, mm-hmm. who we'll see tomorrow. Uh, he put up a little article. Who's the heir apparent? And while I said, I think horses are going best for Clint Johnston and Porter. I think Chris Parnham, including Pike, is riding better all yeah. in all than anyone. He might yeah. not be riding as many winners, um, but I think tactically um, as well, he's riding. He's probably the number one just at the moment. Um, but the field's really leveled up, and it's interesting what will happen market-wise now, whether they'll start coming around to Clint a little bit more. Because you, obviously you rarely see a pike runner go around at double figures or anything, but you still see a lot of CJP, Chris Parnham runners go around that price. They're just riding such a high percentage of winners these days. It, yeah. It'll be super interesting if the market does catch up. And as punters, we probably have to look to punt and follow these form jockeys that don't have the same profile, SP profile, 
that Pike does before they do. Mm -hmm. Very good. Mm. Now the it's like a young apprentice, so last final, it's like a good young apprentice coming through. If you can pick up on it early, like Brody Kirby early days, Michael Grantham was a great one early days. Uh, Jade McNaught, one Jade, of the first. Yeah. Holly Watson yeah. was really good. It's, it's sort of as soon as oh, hang on, we've got one here. Um, yeah, you got to pick up on that sort of nice and early before the even Lactar. Lactar was huge. Yeah, yeah. Lactar was huge there. So yeah, just uh, it's sort of a similar situation, just a bit more exposed. Well, the carnivals, uh, it's all over for this season. The uh, Perth Racing Carnival, anyway. So, um, but the show continues, Terry, because. 1-1, one, one, race day, mm. Narragin, tomorrow, the big event. Oh, the biggest? The biggest. I'd say the biggest, yeah. If we're going to describe it by size, it would be like a Doberman. <laughs> Compared to the Perth Cup was a little little pooch, little, little chihuahua. Are you, everyone, just, everyone just feels like racing secondary to uh, the 1-1 one, one, um, day. You know, like, yeah, ask on Saturday. Yeah, nah. yeah. Who do you like? Everyone's going. Who do you like in the Brad? Exactly. Uh, who, who, don't, who don't you mind in the Brad? You mind? Do you mind anyone in the in the Chav handicap? <laughs> who are you jamming in the one one in race three? <laughs> who have you got? Who have you got landing there? Must say, big thanks to Kathy and all the team at the Narragin Racing Club or Narragin Racing, as they're known. Um, very helpful in in organising uh, our race day there, and uh, we are hopefully going to. Terry, car carload of us hopefully going to go down support the Narragin Cup yes. next month. So, um, but this this Friday is the one one race day at the Narragin Turf Club. Uh, seven races, all with a one one named a uh, one one themed name. So, really looking forward to that, and it coincides with the Perth Racing Gurus New Year slash end of year slash festive season. We've got a party. I might read you out. Scotty Emery's renamed all seven races for us. Actually, if we want to do it again, um, some of them aren't that funny. HNY race one, HNY from Tez and BJ. Mm -hmm. Race two, they, this is a five horse field. This is probably why he's called it that. The Gold Coast first North Melbourne, who cares, handicap. <laughs> race three, jammed in the one one from 13. Race four, the Mundaring Hotel. Race five, the one out one back with Matt Young. <laughs> <laughs> He stole our name. Uh, race six, uh, $3.60. I'm pretty. Grow up, Brad. Handicap. <laughs> I'm actually longer than that, Scotty, so I disagree with you. And, the, and race seven, the get-out stakes, rare and a pepper sauce until Ooh. 2020 handicap. Rare. I think Scotty might have become a, a veggie or a vegan in his yes. 2020. So yes. that might be why until 2020 in there. So yes. there we go. Maybe for the 2023 edition of uh, our race card, which I'm sure we'll do again, mm -hmm. we can get Scotty on the naming committee. Are you um, just wins was stiff to miss out too. Yeah. Would, Reverse Cornella. Was there? Yeah, there was a few. Yeah. Um, was Breadbag McShav, have you heard from him? Was he yeah, was he yeah, was he tickled pink? Yeah. Absolutely loved it. The best part was it made no sense. Really. It made, and I did, I don't, you said to me, I don't really get it. And I said, that's the best part. That's my favourite part. He's going to be there tomorrow. Yeah, that's my favourite part. It's just, I've always just found that to be one of the greatest nicknames in the world. So uh, Crip and Dane and the lads call him um, uh, Brickhands McChav because he's their wicketkeeper in their cricket team. Yeah. So that was the other option going with Brickhands McChav. But uh, yeah, no, the McChav. I love how it's a five-horse field too. Yeah. It's just a shock. <laughs> the, uh, the whole card's an absolute shock. And don't get me wrong, you're not expecting... The best racing in the world come um, the third meeting of the of the week at Narragin. But uh, dearie me, there's uh, too much racing, not enough horses at the moment. I think Peter McCormick said something on Twitter the other day and summed it up really well. Just let's slow it down, eh? If I if I'm saying there's too much racing, you know that there's too much racing. Yeah, our head's been spinning for the last couple of weeks, that's for sure. And I think the industry participants, as you said, they've just run out of horses. We had a very light meeting at Belmont yesterday, very light 
Pinjarra today and Narogen's just just holding holding itself together. But uh, but yeah, look, really looking forward to tomorrow, Guru, and uh, so catch up with um, some good people and uh, celebrate what's been a terrific year of WA mm. Racing and uh, look forward to another terrific one in 2022 as long uh, alongside the uh, 1-1 race day at Narogen Turf Club. Uh, one thing before we get on to the preview, our Own the Dream team submission, we're in. We're in. We're in like Flynn. Oh, Flynn, I like it. Yeah. We've got a six-person team, uh, myself and Terry, co-captains and um, – Bernie Cups Ryan, yeah, he's got a bird. Cups. Uh, f- friend of the show, my good mate Tommy Atkinson, uh, and uh, my brother-in-law Jason Fernio and his mate Eddie Murphy are uh, they are they make up the six. Got Doctor Doolittle in. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. Big Ed, he's in. Uh, he's ever heard that before? I reckon he might. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the six-man squad. Trying to think of one of his funny lines. Like, read out. He's, yeah. very, he's got a good voice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, looking forward to Own the Dream. Kicks off on Sunday, the 16th of January with the launch party. So, um, yeah, we're uh, looking forward to getting involved and sharing our experiences of the competition and the whole initiative with uh, all our listeners as we go along over the next month or so. Tell you what, owning's an easy game at the moment. Halitorian got the job done for us. Uh, yeah, you left, you left what us day out with that. That. That, was, uh, day that. that was Monday. And then we got, uh, got three going around on the weekend as well, so... Jeez. Who's going around the week? Halitorian's backing up yeah. on Sunday. Uh, material witness in the last. J-Dub. On, definitely not J-Dub. Um, on Saturday. And um, I have a first article, Thinking Game. So you think horse. I should know its gender. I do. It's in the filly, I think. Uh, <laughs> going around at Albany. Um, it's had about 19 trials. I don't think it's beaten a horse home yet. Oaks filly. Um, yeah, well, I know it was meant to be a year ago. <laughs> uh, no, I've still got hope. Very good looking horse. Jericho? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. We'll find a couple of races for it. Very good. Well, I, actually, I was out there at Pinjarra on Monday. Went there with my father and Tommy and his father Peter, and um, ran to Peter and Scotty McCormick. They're having a mm. uh, they're having a good time at things, fielding. They're doing uh, doing good business, which is fantastic. On course bookmaking only, uh, and I uh, was chatting to them prior to the Halatorian race. Yep, and I was sort of wondering when the uh, Halatorian money was going to come, uh, and then they just jumped out of trees to back this thing just off a map. Any yeah. of that yours, Guru? No, no, no. What was your strategy? Wait. No, I well, I don't, I don't like to back all of my. Uh, Roy did declare it, but I mean, yeah, Roy, Roy declares more often than. Uh, Trying to think of like a cricket analogy, but there's nothing coming to me at the minute. Uh, huh? Roy doesn't. Mind, Roy doesn't. Oh yeah. Oh dear. Uh, that's very good. Actually, <laughs> I just watched that documentary the other night. Um, yeah, no, I was a bit worried about a few of the first starters. To be honest, I really like some of the other trialers. So. Uh, I, I was very happy to watch uh, Halloween. We just got Pete Anthony that's involved. We've got Chrissy Nelson, Brad McManus grow up. Uh, he's involved. Tommy Johnston, uh, Cole, Cole, Cole Potter. Cole. Yep. Um, so, no, we've got some uh, yeah, good bunch of lads involved. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful with what we've seen thus far. There's a bit of improvement in Halitorian as well, and I reckon we might have a few more wins in us. So um, maybe not Sunday, though, running into one of Roy's good ones. I'll tell you what, Pinjarra's not a bad day out. I haven't been there for a while. It's good. 
Very relaxed atmosphere. Table and chairs on the lawn, right at the winning post there. Love the races down the chute. Don't yeah, have to turn your head around because you've got a bad neck at times, yeah, don't you? Not, don't turn your head around the corner. Not so much I found the, sh- the chute, but... Um, mm. three, uh, there's three down the chute today. Yeah. yeah. You know what I did to today's meeting? What? I put it up the chute. <laughs> Absolutely no interest. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I must say that I really enjoyed the Pinjar races on Monday. It was... Uh, was excellent just to and oh yeah, and old Steve Wolf won the, the big one with the great one he as well. Certainly Tash, did Tash Faithful. Tell yeah. you what, you know you're going well, Tash, and horses love her at the moment. Mm. She loves one three deep and um it just keeps going for her. That horse is uh, flying. More wins in store, I'd suggest. Yeah, Steve had uh, he got a bit emotional after the race. Did he? Uh, yeah. Well Tash went to work with him when she was about thirteen or fourteen years old or something like that. So wow. yeah, I've got a long association, so I think he's a bit of a fatherly type uh, emotion sort of overwhelmed him after the race on Saturday. Oh, so, that's that's very good. Yeah, it was good. So it was yeah. a good day out. So if you're uh, yeah. She wrote a treble, I think, for him on um Friday as well. She did. At the Barker. Yeah, at Barker, yep. At Barker. So, uh, yeah, there's a bit happening. Uh, 2022, this is our first podcast of the new year. Looking forward to another uh, new year sharing our uh, our love of the uh, the great game, WA Racing, with our listeners moving forward. And um, we better get cracking on this preview for Ascot on Saturday. All right, let's rock and roll. Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and Preview, Easing World Stakes Day, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton. We are teaming up 11HQ to record episode 109, rather, of your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's uh, just after 11.30 on the morning of Thursday. Jack Leach is bowling absolute poop. Jack Leach? Oh, I'm just saying. That's what's happening at this point in time. Yeah. Jack Leach is bowling poop. Is he getting dispatched? Just poop. I could bowl that. You're walking in on four steps, rolling your arm over. You know, what, you know what Jack's uh, middle name is? Not Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Pinjara racing today. It's 1-1, the inaugural 1-1 race day at Narragin tomorrow. Mm. Make sure you uh, do the form big time because there's winners galore. Ascot on Saturday. There's at- only about 12 horses in total, <laughs> so you're a fair chance of finding one. The numbers are in your favour. Uh, then it's Fitzpatrick Plate Day at mm. Albany on Sunday. Clairvoyance. Too far, 30 too, metres. Too far. <laughs> Clairvoyance is not going to make the trip down to Elney. Uh, would have if it was 1,200 metres, but now won't because it's been moved to uh, 1,230. Is that so. a grow-up, Yuri? <laughs> <laughs> mate. I'm flat that it's not going. I reckon, and I'm sorry, Travis, but well, I Was this going to be a Terry tag-on? I reckon it was the lay of the century if it went around $1.40. Yep. Like it was the lay of the absolute century. thought it was a lacklustre trial, but anyway, I was hoping it went around. Would love to see a win for Travis. Travis Murray, <laughs> the OG. Now, uh, Travis had a winner yesterday. He Soviet did. Soviet Spy, congratulations. Thanks, thanks, thanks Mr. Murray. Lord, it fell in. That's something on that one. I was yeah. on its previous start and, um, yeah, just didn't get the right race shape. But uh, I think Soviet Spy is going to make a nice stay up yeah. for, for T. Murray and Johnny Pint as well. Um, yes, Johnny's in, yep. well. in that one. Yep. Yep. So, no, two very good lads. And I reckon, uh, I know they only just got over Royal Schwazier, but nothing went right in the run. They yeah. had gate one, Pike got held up. And it, stay getting held up at the bend for that long to come out and still present and, and grab a leader who was clearly going really well and put in a PB for quite some time. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, they'll have a lot of fun. I'd be surprised if they're not winning a couple of Saturday races with Soviet Spike in time. Over a journey, I agree. Okay, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city, meets, get out, stakes, competition. Uh, are we doing a get out stakes for narrative? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, done. Oh, yeah. good. I've read that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and stay tuned. <laughs> uh, most importantly for the uh, the WA Racing Mastermind Competition, L Taylor chasing number five against M Guest. 
That's mystery guest. Yeah, big so, question mark. Yeah, big question mark. Stay tuned to see if uh, <laughs> Mr. Modesty Lockie Taylor can uh, can do what only Jay Rooney has done um, and put five on the bounce. Can't wait. Who's a horse that's put five on the bounce recently? Yeah. Black Caviar, you heard of that one? The Spruker. The Spruker, was that yeah. five? Yeah, he won five. Yeah. Who was the big grey 15 years ago, put seven or eight in the bounce? Uh, the big grey where? Perth. Perth? 10, 15 years ago. Be great. Yeah, assault maybe something it was right at the early days. So it would have been twenty, I reckon, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, right. When we were putting twelve bucks each. In the I remember room. a horse. You had called- to get exactive quarters, either fifty or hundred percent or yeah. whatever. I remember a horse called Bumbelina, Lindsay nah, Smith. Uh, she won about eight, nine, ten straight. I think. If anyone can think, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, it was a grey sprinter, or like fourteen hundred and below, I think. Anyway, oh, that's gonna bug me now. Someone will get it. Yeah. Someone will get it. I've given plenty of information. Okay. Okay. Uh, let, do you want to let the listeners know? When's no. The, when's the Betfair Edge? That's why I said no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're back on the 17th of January. Okay. Roughly. Um, yeah, Fitzy, Fitzy, we're going to see him tomorrow. But uh, unfortunately, the border shut. Okay. So he can't make it, uh, which is uh, quite disappointing. I think a few people have a chance of getting across. Um, but yeah, Marky McGowan has said no, Fitzy, for you. These ones. Yeah, it's giving, yeah. Him the, giving him the Andrew O'Keefe no deal. Yeah. All right. Easing World Stakes Day, Ascot, Saturday, January 8th. Uh, nine metres, the rail position. Mm. Fair? Yeah, fair. I think the big southwesterly kicking up yeah. in the, the Arvo. So I think later in the day, you'd, you'd probably want some cover, I reckon, if anything. But uh, early in the day, I, I, yeah, especially with the two-year-old race we'll discuss first up, pretty happy to look on speed, BJ, but just allowing fair. At the minute, to be honest, may the best horse win. Did you think may that, the odds forever be in your favour? Did you favor? think that the remember when they used to have the first Saturday post Perth Cup at Pinjarra? I thought it worked well. Oh, yeah. Bro- broke things up a bit. This this yep. meeting just feels a bit bit clunky. Bit yeah yeah. Twelve twenty seven post Perth Cup blues. I'll be fifty fifty to be out of bed by twelve twenty seven anyway. So yeah, mm. well it's all happening tomorrow anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> probably should be previewing the Narragin card. I was going to say when is that? When is that preview? Yeah, race uh, one. Race one. The Magic Millions plate over the one thousand meters. Um, don't know. <laughs> just don't, I just just couldn't have less interest here, BJ. I just I really really couldn't. The only thing I could say this race is that did Kira strangle sniffing over on purpose or was she just having a that tough was, time? That, yeah, I'm just I thought that it was just giving her a uh, tough time. tough old time. Yeah, well maybe they just let it from the outside gate. It could be a positive. You just let that one roll. Yeah, perhaps. and Joey's probably the right man for the job. Yeah, he's pretty aggressive. Yeah. But just don't try and do something he doesn't want to. It'll probably run out of gas at the eight nine hundred. Yeah. But uh, look, if I'm desperate for a bet, what price is it, BJ? Who? Snipping over. I thought it was 18 when I saw. Yeah, look. It's oh, nine. nine now. $9. No, nah, double figures. I might have considered something on that, but. Uh, it opened it's double figs on the Brad. Yeah, no. Look, I like the fact that Michael Grantham has got himself a hold of a $180,000 horse, because mm. he's been doing a lot of good things with uh, recycled horses. So, yeah. uh, how do you reckon he'll go with a. Um, he might have a nice little. Have you seen the breeding of this horse? Piero, yeah. Piero out of Art Series. And I'm pretty sure Art Series. I don't know how they came up with the name. Won a, won a champion Phillies. Uh, I think Pistol Pete Antonitz might have even he been did. in the ownership, actually. Yep. So, um, yeah, so you can see why it fetched a bit at the sale. It's coming off a reasonable enough trial win. The time. Second biggest win after Halatorian in ownership, he told me as well. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Piero Art and. Um, 
frantic war across the line together in that lucky which was pretty slow though 58 something yeah so. they were both under a bit of a hole Pike yeah. didn't really want to lead on his really, yeah did he? yeah not much between them not much between them. my interesting take on this race is david harrison's got four runners do you think they'll all start um when's the magic moons yeah, maybe that's the thought process. Natasha Faithful getting a ride for David Harrison's quite yes. unusual. I'd say just that's owner related potentially, uh, especially when she's on the the shortest of the lot, and uh, rightly so on its run. It was a pretty nice little run, but it could be a hardish horse to handle if it jumps last. That could be a tough one over the thousand early in the day for Natasha Faithful. But um, look, BJ, you're gonna you're gonna tell us who wins this because I don't know. Well, the reason why I asked you whether they're all going to start or not is because I've got. Basically, I've got First my top three-year-old David Harrison horses. I've mm. gone for Lucky Sue, who I always thought was had an edge on Von Snip. They were, they were nominated in the same race a couple of times, and I had Lucky Sue ahead of Von Snip. Uh, this was earlier in the campaign. Uh, I feel as though Lucky Sue really should have won on debut. Just sort of ended up in a position where it had to – Sean O'Donnell just got sort of dragged back and had to come back and around and rattled home, but the bird had sailed. Uh, hopefully – um, I'll Tough just, ride, I reckon. Yeah. Natasha, this is just, oh dear. Well, there's so I much. And you're brave hopping in at three bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think I was anywhere near in that. Insane that. Von, Von Snip. I think I was 450 at the field. So, um, But yeah, I thought that Lucky Sue was the, I liked its trials under Christy Bennett. I liked its debut. I just thought that booking of Tash Faithful was interesting um because i don't think i can't ever remember writing for harrison so um mm. could be wrong there but uh lucky sue from what she showed on debut uh any luck i think she'll be very hard to uh very hard to beat von stip on the quick backup just got dragged out of her comfort zone with by uh the horse of fernies that led last saturday costume party mm-hmm. uh, ran along between uh, from for the most part, and then got gas. She did never really shirk the issue of on snip. So maybe with a quieter eyed bit of cover, she can finish off under Kiriel. And the horse that we were talking about before, snipping over, which showed heaps of gate speed in that trial. The horse that won that trial. That might be the one. That's the one. Yeah. It's called Divine something. Yeah. What's it called? Unfo- Divine Belief. Unfortunately, it's not overly hidden now, is it? <laughs> no. No, it's a nice. I always like to find a hidden one. It's been, yeah, it's been difficult to do. So at the moment, all you want to do when you're having a bet in these two-year-old races is just look for El Fernie because he's yeah. absolutely dominating it this season, the king of the kids. Yeah, well, El Fernie and Dion Luciani, the uh, young yeah. guns, they're mm-hmm. uh, really uh, taking it. Uh, Simon take... Mill hasn't had many. No. Around, has he? No, not yet. No. Not yet. So funny old race, this yeah. two-year-old race. Um in a nutshell, I've got Lucky Sue on top. I think Von Snip's two runs haven't been too bad. I don't really know that there's much coming through from the unraced brigade. Um, so if anything, maybe snipping over with Joey as a party rolls forward, tries to nick it. Um, uh, but yeah, it sort of feels as though it's got a David Harrison horse will win it. Yeah, one of those 10 should win. Yeah, yep. yeah. Race two. <laughs> Race two, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap over the 1,400 metres, BJ. and um, Early double for Harrow, I reckon. Yeah, early double for Harrow looks a big chance. Or so when you look at the look at a market and you see Sniffy Miss as your second favourite from the widest, is it the widest? It is the second widest gate. Yeah. And then you see Sea Wave as your third favourite. You think, oh, dear, mm. what's happened here? It's not much happening here, um, but no, I think thin, we're going to be. Thin. I think we're going to be fairly uh, in alignment here. Uh, blazing away, I was actually keen last start. Uh, went around about ten to one. It's um, Pinjara Northern 
Bunbury. Well, got him. Tradewall got him. Tradewall got him, yeah. but he also had to cart up the field when Wuhan Warrior went a bit mad in front. Yeah. And um, yeah, Tradewall was presented at the right time. Tradewall was one of the runs of the race. Uh, behind Cheval de Vaga, that horse is flying, yeah. isn't it? Got to the breeze Good and on, just um, kept going. Merrill Haley. Yeah, incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, but blazing away, Paul Harvey retains the mount. It looks a pretty simple map. Should land on the outside of Sea Wave. Both career wins have actually been from the breeze. And I do remember something along the lines of um, they wanted the horse to race in the breeze. They don't like it around other horses. Um, Gets the breeze here. Yeah, it gets the breeze here. So yeah. often, and I, I was not kicking myself with Lace Vince here because we got the, the good price. I was a bit, it, it's it's always difficult to win with 60 kilos from the breeze. You've yeah. got to do the bullocking work and you've then susceptible to a horse that can pop on your back and, and come at you late. But um, yeah, I think Snippy missed a long way off him. I think we're better than Sea Wave. Um, Winslot isn't going. Got to start in the market because of Pike and that's fair enough. Speedy misses out the back. American Queen's a player. Yes. I think American Queen can actually win. If And I, I reckon the 1-1's one, nearly on offer here for Victoria Corva with 53 and a half. Yeah, um, I've got, I've got I was actually on last start at 40 to 1 oh. when Buddy Jadavi got me. And Jadavi's trying the quickest last two in the feature. On the weekend. I, so thought, I, think, um, I thought American Queen in, in run, I was like, I want to be on that. It was bolting and uh, yeah. just got nabbed by Jadavi. Mm. So I think that, um, yeah, American Queen can win it, but it's going to be key that Vic can grab the back of Blazing away. Uh, 53 and a half is a really nice little weight. Uh, Good swing, it. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, all in all, Blazing away from the breeze. I might, I'm $6.20 all in red. Uh, I really like mm. all in red as a racehorse. Kylie Craig produces horses fresh really, really well. Uh, it's the one that could get the 1-1 one, one and make it difficult for American Queen and might have to park deep if, if that can kick up. But all in red can miss a start badly yeah. as well. So yeah. um, that would purely be a save on speculation. It's been back to this morning, actually. So unless we get out to double figures, I don't think I'd bother there. But uh, Blazing Away, I'm $2.50. I'm expecting all the support to come for Blazing Away. And um, Keen. I'm keen as well. I think it's one of my best of the day, Blazing Away. Mm -hmm. uh, I think third up, fitter. Hard, rock hard, breeze. I, I can't rock hard. Rock can't see any of these being able to get past it late. If if Harrow's got this horse, spot on. I just always my only my only niggling doubt here. It's probably just from Lace Vinsky last week, from a similar type of setup. Is um just that niggling doubt that an, either an American Queen or a uh, All in Red are uh, ready to win. Peel. There's mm. just get its back and it can just suck it. You know when it, when just, they've got such a nice weight. Just, just sort of the only so. difference is that Sea Wave will be happy to lead, whereas I don't think Lacta was happy to lead on Express Time the other day and grabbed hold. Which it's a funny thought, one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. That was a funny old, yeah, funny old race. I he grabbed, run, I grabbed bit, hold and mm. sort of Sean was like, well, do I come back with him or do I press on? He pressed on and Lace Vinsky pulled up a bit jarry, yeah. I think. But uh, Who would have thought if we backed Lace Vinsky into $2.60 to get beaten? Yeah. <laughs> Usually such a reliable horse. So, Blazing away? Blazing away. I'm with you. It's, I haven't decided what my best is, but I reckon it's a big chance of being it. So, yeah, blazing away. In a, in away, a, in a thin race, it just, it just... Even if, like, what... what? So, we are probably going to get challenged at some point in the straight by an all-in red or an American, American Queen. Queen or yeah. One of those. Snippy Miss will come late. You'd like to think, especially with the pont on board, he can sit down and, and he can get something out of that late, you know. I actually so. thought last start at Pinjara, Trade War was going to sort of belt him, but he ended up fighting... To the line under Harvey, if you know what I mean. Canto like, de Guerra goes around the Zaba who ran yeah. third, which is probably not the greatest form line, but maybe worth watching Canto de Guerra go down the straight at, at 10 to 15 to 1 today. I think it can potentially run a race and make that form look better. Okay. We'll see. All right. Race three, the Neville forward, not backward, Memorial Plate. Uh, Neville forward. 
You know anything about Neville Ford? I do not. No. Okay. The Neville Ford uh, Memorial Plate over the 1,400 metres. Dearie me. Um, interesting. Tough. Think we have to be, Jay, and I know it doesn't look like looking at your leg up here. I think we have to look outside the favourite. Okay. We? Don't we have to? Two, what, what price are we talking? Two, two 2.8. Everyone nice. seems so forgiving. I thought it was horrid last start. Thought that I was on for a fortune. Um, we were four bucks into two thirty. Um, no, I was disappointed. <laughs> That's all really hundred percent. I, I thought this one. That was a bit. Um, no, nah, that was. I've. I've that's I what, was just what, what more could it have done? What 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 did you want to see from her? We run first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the way that the race shook out, what what would have pleased you? Um, looking at the other horses uh, around it in the run, um, I thought Pixie Chicks was was far better. I thought Forever Dreaming was going to beat it comfortably. Um, geez, Forever Dreaming yesterday, mm. tough watch. Did you have Forever Dreaming leading and Border Force coming from last? No. <sighs> That's going to take some time. That one. <laughs> I was, I was passionate that couldn't look. I just thought we'd drop the last border force and go forward and we'd be the one having it coming out late. But, mm. uh, that's racing, isn't it? Great battle between father and son, Cat Stevens, up the straight there. Yeah. Jordan and Troy. Um, anyway, I've lost my train. I thought Awesome Chatter goes around this same race. That awesome Chatter for me was a far better run than the Velvet Queen in that race. Agree or disagree on that stage? Disagree. Awesome Chatter was held up most of the straight. I agree, Bolton. but he had a soft run in a slowly run race. Though, yeah, the rail, and let's remember on the uh, that rail was off that day on the 18th to the 12th. The rail was the, the spot to be was a little bit wider. So, oh, dearie man, I know Seduce Me got through traffic, hit the line like that. I felt Chris Parnham gave the Velvet Queen every, and I, I think it was an end of prep run. Okay. So when I'm saying that, I'm I'm four dollars eighty five bucks or something like the Velvet Queen. Well, my, but my I, thing, I love when these horses go up two seventy. Yeah, because I'm like beauty. Let's let's take that on at that price. So but uh, my thing, my, my thing from the the sectionals is that she ran the fifth fastest yeah. last turn of the day, right? So uh, what I'm saying is, what more? She's been beaten two lengths. Someone stop, so, someone stop watch is broken. <laughs> she's been beaten two lengths. Like if she runs the fastest, Pat's got sasses that deep the trip. Uh, it was just a funny race. It so was, that's why was, I think that's why people are being forgiven well because it was a very slow race. I think um, who led? Was it Safety Fuse led at a crawl? Uh, Millie Voice sat outside lead around third. Yeah. Pat's got sass. Pat's got sass was three wide no cover and mm. one. Just was an odd race. I thought Pixie Chicks was really good last Saturday, just she behind them. Yeah, it's ready to win. Yeah. So I thought that was similar runs. I'm happy to to forgive one more time. Velvet Queen, low draw, backing Chrissy Pan, rising to the 1400. Yep. Oh, the problem is I, I can't really tell you what I think she's going to win, though. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. I'm just closer to five bucks than Velvet Queen. That's all. So, um, Well, we spoke earlier. Can so you land closer? Because I, I don't know if she's – even from the – I know she's had awkward gates, but she hasn't been jumping all that well. So didn't, didn't she, she might not lead be, one day for Chloe as well? Uh, yeah, on a, in a day. I'm talking about this campaign. Yeah, though, yeah. She doesn't seem yeah. to be jumping quite as well. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if he can utilise the gate. But this will be a betting race for me, Beige, because I'm just looking at the market in order here. And your second favourite is Extra Secret. Now, Extra Secret – was given a nice once it found clear running in what you'd got to consider a very weak maiden mm. keeper sweet. Uh, it took took a long time to get past keeper sweet. Keeper sweet, BJ. Oh, sweet admiration's been disappointing. It was in third. Was a very similar run uh, to it. So look, I'm I'm going to take on extra secret as well. It's it's nowhere near mine in the market. Um, Awesome chatter was well beaten by Hemi Singh. Some smart analysts declare that one. Uh, by Hemi Singh. <laughs> but the problem, obviously, for Hemi Singh here is, A, you're losing Sean McGrady, um, which we'll talk about when we get to the Spruker later as yep. well and a few other runners. Um, but 
there's no breeze for him you're seeing here. It's probably a quieter run. I who you got breeze in hot blooded? Uh I think the hot blooded went pretty well last start and With didn't jump sit, all that well. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me. I, I wasn't sure on this map, but it mm. wouldn't surprise me if they decide to do that. Awesome chatter, uh or gorgeous gossip. So it could be awesome chatter leads, gorgeous gossip breeds, but gorgeous gossip may well cross awesome chatter on its back. Um, hear me sing with Pont, a pretty aggressive jock. Yeah. Is he push forward? Can Mosquito jump? Can Mosquito get out and go to the breeze and jump? Um, I, 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 it's it's hard to come at, um, it's hard to come at Mosquito too powerfully at the moment. I don't know how horse how well horses are going for Peter Nucky just at the minute. Mm -hmm. Um, but its trials were like good horse trials, like proper, not even a H, like horse mm -hmm. trials. So. Um, apostrophe O. Apostrophe O. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, and again, if you look at the mark, another just a, a, is, is Uni Queen nearly ten bucks and the Velvet Queen two seventy. Is that is there too much in that in regards to a market sense? We've got a little bit too big a gap between Uni Queen and that. And yeah, I mean, again, just looking at what Hear Me Sing has done as well. Like, mm. geez, it's it's out to nearly ten dollars with the company I'm I'm looking at at the moment. So. Yeah. Uh, a few different ways to play this. I'm probably willing to speculate on the fact that I don't think this is a strong race. Yeah. Um, mosquito each way, fifteen bucks. I think will get me, but um, I'm not jumping out of my skin. Yeah, think. yeah. I'm I'm happy to, to stick with Velvet Queen again. I was two eighty. I was two eighty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought it was just a thin odd race. Um, Uni Queen's the biggest danger. She's value for mine. I had her second fave. Yep. To the uh, gap. Yeah. So you yeah. grow the gap's probably too big between the pair. Yeah. So it's I think it's funny. I, you go back four ago. And I think they, I had they, her five fifty. What price is she? Eight bucks. Yeah. They raced each other four starts ago and um There wasn't a lot the between them. There wasn't. Yeah. But the Velvet Queen was, was better. better. Yeah. Uh it's just where the one of them's peaked and the other one's about to Brett. So Yeah. I really I really think Hemi Singh's a horse who's gonna have a good twenty twenty two. Been a bit of a slow burn, showed a bit early, but it's just sort of starting to learn and grow. And I really like Elite Fighter as a horse for uh, Liam O'Loughlin. Shout out to Liam, friend of the show mm. uh, down in Albany. He's uh, sent this up to Holly Taylor to to train on his behalf, but he he owned and bred her. This Little shout out to uh, Grow Up as well. I was at the races with him for his last win, 25 to 1. Declared it. Did he really? Grow Up did, yeah. Brad Mack. Yeah, Grow Up. Yeah. Knocked me off. I was on Benji's. Oh, right. Grow Up Terry. I think I was on Unic. Was that the Unicone race? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, the, while it looks, it does look a bit of a sort of a thin old race. I feel as though some of these horses, as the year progresses, are going to are going to develop into uh, Saturday class horses moving into their four year old seasons um, uh, in August. But for mine, Velvet Queen on top, two eighty five. Uh, I suspect some people might share a little bit of Terry's thoughts, and we might see something with a three in front of it, perhaps. So, so we'll see. Why the money came last start, and the fact people think it was a good run um yeah, who knows people i'm looking at you bj <laughs> i think it probably probably everyone i'm probably the only one that doesn't think so um yeah yeah no i'm, I'm, I'm actually happy having a bet yeah. looking at the market now yeah. it's all changed since this morning yeah. like eight bucks here me seeing 15 dollars mosquito i'm going to play the pair that'll get me okay i'm not expecting to win all right very good. Race four. If you're going to race and not expecting to win, you're less disappointed afterwards. Yeah. Does that, does that, does that sound like pessimism? Pessimism? Yeah, like I don't you. like pessimism. I don't like you. No. Um, race four is the Amelia Park Lodge Handicap. Mm. Another little sticky, finicky little race. This over yeah. the 1,000 metres rating 72 plus. We have the class runner of the race, Danny Bow, setting the- uh, River. Set, oh, sorry, Danny. River. River Bow, setting the scale with uh, 61 kgs. Last started in, uh, had a 
uh, October, November prep that included the Crawford, Colonel Reeves, and then the Winter Bottom Stakes. So he's a pretty good horse on his day is Riverbow. Mm. However, he was a bit all over the shop in a uh, Lark Hill 31 December barrier trial the other day. So not a fresh horse, not a fresh stable. So I think it's a tough race. Don't really want to take anything on, but I'm sort of happy to look around Riverbow. Yeah, to some if, he wins, if he wins with 61, that's you can probably have a, yeah, not too good. Real interesting comparison. The last couple of times, Platinum Bullet and Riverbow have gone head to head. Uh, they basically carry the same weight. Yes. They basically finish alongside each other nearly on all the occasions. So there's, a, yes. there's a big weight swing. I don't have the exact number in front of me. I think it's about six, might even be seven kilos. I think it was half a kilo the other way to Platinum Bullet, five and a half, uh, maybe six. Yeah, and then Riverbow went on a run. I think he won three and a half. Yeah, exactly like right. And Platinum Bullet um, struggled at its little prep last campaign it's so struggled maybe it wasn't as bad as he yeah. thought will chino was breaking hearts it actually ran the second quickest last two behind triple missile first I, up last campaign which uh it was quite interesting a little freshen up simon miller I, I don't mind that um i think platinum bullets can settle it's a funny run race speed maps key first of all bj did you have strathmore rose kicking through and leading i did not because that's that's the key that's to the race Strathmore Rose can be a little tardily away at times, but it's leading, when leading, especially down in Albany, I know it was only Albany, but the times and the way, I just think with the 52, they if it leads and it's right, in a, in a weird old little race, they may not get Strathmore Rose. Yeah. So that's I, the hard part. Who have you got, Age? I had a, yeah, I had an inkling that Joey's going to be handlebars down with Agent J. That would be the right move, yeah. I reckon. But Agent J isn't going that quickly. So if I think if... Bo wants to. She can probably never yep. really get a full horse in front, yep. and it can actually kick up. Mantelli, because it's lacking that killer blow. I wonder whether they're thinking with the low weight, should we utilize the low weight, get to the front because mm. it's probably got the speed to just about do it, or are they thinking let's park behind those two because we've only got a little, little fifty meter, hundred meter sprint. I think he's uh, led him one in Queensland a couple of times. Mantelli, Mantelli yeah, yeah. So it's an option there, but I I tend to think the way that they're riding him, they're like might be looking for a bit of a. So they could get a bit of a smell. Especially when you've got those two directly underneath. You can sit third and grab whichever back you want. Mm. So, yeah. Look, I'd – oh, jeez. I'd, I'd love to – okay, so I'd where, have to got, where have you mapped Island Charm? Uh, well, again, I don't think – Island Charm, I think – yeah, I don't think Island Charm can win this one. Okay. Um, this isn't – it's race. Uh, from eight, I think Island Charm leads up a three-wide line or maybe slots into fifth, sixth. Um, I think that was its win. I don't like it 1,200 back to 1,000. Um, I don't think that's its go uh, so much. At this stage of its prep, you know, early in a prep, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if it's sprinting alongside Platinum Bullet Night Voyage, I think those two in particular might be able to just hit the line a little bit better than it. Fresh in a prep. But um, again, I'm, I've got this race so tightly marked that I'm, again, I'm just looking at the market and looking to take on the favourite, basically, and looking to to the value. So I just think it was its, its win last start. Chris gave it a 10. It was the right race. I just don't know if this is it from the gate. Draw's a good gate, and it, it's probably the one to beat again. But mm. um, look, just from eight, the moment it's stuck deep over a 1,000, it could be the horse that gives Platinum Bullet the card into it, that gives Night Voyage the card into it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I marked this race a few different ways. Initially, I had Night Voyage 360. Ended up with Night Voyage, Strathmore Rose, equal favourites, Platinum Bullet just behind them. Um, but, I mean, other people are going to have Riverboat favourite. Other people yeah. are going to have Platinum Bullet a lot shorter. I mean, a lot of people will have Island Charm a clear favourite like, I the, had mar- man, like the market man, does. Mantelli in my market, actually. Yeah, a lot of people. And I think the data suggests Mantelli is going to be sort of super hard to beat from, mm. from the gate. And um, obviously getting into a 72 plus as a 71 Raider or yep. what is it? Yep. 71 yeah 71 Raiders so um fascinating fascinating little little race here I 
yeah, I'm still sort of trying to make my mind up. If I think Strathmore Roads are definitely going to kick through and lead, it's hard not to be on. But yeah, um, yeah, my my my, my, my gut is telling me that Night Voyage is, is ready to win a horse race. I thought it was huge seven days ago. Its last win was off seven days. It won't be supported in the market. Never is. Clint Johnston Porter obviously is riding a lot of winners at the moment. So yeah, I'm at this stage. I'm I preferred Brad's prices at tens and eight fifty for Platinum mm-hmm. Bullet and Night Voyage, but. Um, yeah, I think when I've got this much indecision, it's probably it probably tells a story. But um, looking around the favourites, I think that's the key. Okay, yeah, no, no firm opinion from me. Uh, I just I just was going through the Island Charm, Form, Hot Zed, Angelic Miss, Written Matter, La Farola, God Has Chosen, knocked off E Always last day. E Always um, ran pretty well, I thought, in the Summer Scorcher, mm. fourth or fifth. He finished last Saturday. Uh, so all her forms against a, a real decent level of opposition. Have you um, seen when they met last campaign, Island Charm, Strathmore Rose? I think Strathmore Rose, I, I wonder if we've got to try and get the mail from our mate Roy, don't we? Who's, who's, who's going better there, Roy? Um, I was a bit late to the Strathmore Rose. I thought she, I didn't realise she was um, – she had risen to the level that she did until I looked at the spin the knife all day session form from last prep, um, Belmont wet track form. But um, but yeah, like if you, you, I think you're on the money there. If Bo can get Strathmore Rose out, hold the lead in front with 52 on her back. Yeah. Hard to Makes run down, sense, but, yeah. but the key word there is if, and I reckon you might be on the money with uh, Joey and Stephen Miller, who's Agent J. I think there'll be good ambitions to try and lead, and Joey can kick horses out quite nicely as well. So it'd be nice to bet in this race after 30 metres. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the capability well, to, to live bet, unfortunately. So, Betfair. Yes, Betfair. You can yeah. do it. So, yeah. no, we're going to go with the, yeah, maybe. For now, we'll just go with the Dutch of uh, Night Voyage and. Platinum bullet, but. I've got Island Charm on top, but my value is my second elect, Mantelli. I might Mantelli's second fave, and I think you can get a about eight dollars. So I think I was five dollars Mantelli. So yeah, but uh, just I'm simply just going to wait for Betfair and whatever they spit out, whatever nobody wants. I'm going to go down. Up. I'm going to go down the yeah the like a foster dog. <laughs> I'm going to go and grab. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with whoever nobody wants here. I think, um, yeah, I'd like to buck the trend. All right, well, let's take a break because we've got a very, mm. very special edition of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind coming up. Hold your horses. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. Also, race four at Narragin on Friday. Correct, correct. It's 1-1 race day. Narragin tomorrow. Cannot wait. So the Mundaring Guru has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Lockie Taylor knows the location very well. He's only got 99 vouchers to to use over the journey. But um, if you do happen to be in the neighbourhood, up in the hills there. Make sure you drop in and see Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the great men of WA Racing, uh, owner, pedigree consultant, uh, jack of all trades is uh, our man Butchie, the publican up there at the Mundaring. So- Gave me a call yesterday actually. Did he? Yeah, he gave yeah. me a call. Just said he might try and pop in tomorrow to the um, Osmond Park Bowls Club and yeah. say hello. So that'd be a, a uh, yeah, a lovely surprise. It would be good value too, is Butchie. So let him know that you listen to the one one, and he'll look after you. All the team will up there at the Mundaring. So we've got a big, we've got a big mastermind ahead of us, mm. Terry. Yeah, L Taylor looking to become only the second. Yes, the second. The H train went close early yep. doors, four in a row for the H train. 
Four in a row. Four in a row for the yep. H train. Jay Rooney just, jeez, Wayne Rooney just putting mm-hmm. them in from yeah, just top corner. Yeah, it? just bang, yeah. bang, so bang, bang. At the moment, Jay is the only one that's made it five straight. Lockie Taylor is uh, out to emulate the uh, the man from the West Australian with a fifth consecutive mastermind victory. Lockie Taylor, welcome back to the one one. Hello, VJ and Terry. How are you? Very good, thank you, uh, Lockie. How uh, how's your week been? How's the confidence? Um, yeah, how are you doing, Mister Modesty? Uh, week has been great. It has all been geared up towards tomorrow, and that's all I've been thinking about. So um, <laughs> this week, this week's mastermind has taken a, a back seat ahead of what will be a large day tomorrow. I think. Can you hear that? Do you know mm. what that is, BJ? In the classics, they commonly call that an excuse. You're looking for one before they even start. <laughs> mind games, mind yeah, games. mind games. So we have a, uh, a mystery, a mystery opponent, or mm. not so mystery opponent, Vulcan at the bottom of the travel ladder that is looking to deny Lockie Taylor that fifth straight mastermind victory. Please. And it's none other than Lockie's sister, Brittany Taylor. Welcome back to the 1-1, Brittany. Thank you. I am... Ready for redemption. Oh, I love oh. that. We got one, one trying to use excuses, the other one saying, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Nothing's holding me back. How, how good are the tailors? They were our guinea pigs for the initial Mastermind 2.0 out there at the uh, at uh, Lois's kitchen table, I think. Uh, Certainly were. So. I actually mm-hmm. missed most of that Mastermind. So I was too busy hopping into the cookies that I provided <laughs> that day. Um, but I've heard it was quite the battle, and uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be surprised if uh, Brittany lets Lockie get the upper hand. I learned a lot from that outing. Mm. It was my reaction time. It's the burst sound is harder to get out than the look, and he was just feeding <laughs> me to the punch. I knew the answers to all the questions, and I've been thinking about it ever since. So I am ready. Okay. Hey, Brittany, you, you did race a bit green. Did you did you listen to the uh, the controversial Lockie Taylor versus Riley Morgan part <laughs> one? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what, did, what, what was your take? Did you think did you think Lockie had a case? I thought he did, but this is this is where it changes because I've been his number one supporter up until now on the mastermind. But <laughs> now that it's it's a bit like Bob's horses here in Perth versus when they go east, where they're the biggest supporters as soon as they're east, but locally we're trying to support the underdogs. So, uh, for now, uh, I'm hoping to be the winner. <laughs> very true. Okay. All right. Here we go. Your names are your buzzers. Uh, and also, we probably should mention that we're doing things a little bit different on this week's Mastermind mm. 2.0. We're throwing a bit, a bit of a curveball for the uh, special occasion, so more will be revealed shortly. But um, Brittany and Lockie, your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's Mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Challenger, are you ready? Ready. Mastermind, are you ready? Good to go. Three, two, one. Who am I? I've ridden 710 winners in a riding career, which began in 2012. While spelt differently, I share a first name with a star of the film Love Actually, which I actually know is one of Lockie's favourites. While I have ridden a Group 2 winner, it is arguable that my biggest achievement in race riding could come this Friday when I hop aboard my mount in the Breadbags McChav Handicap. (laughs) I was unlucky not to get a ride in this year's edition of the Grow Up Brad. While I didn't ride a winner on Perth Cup Day, 
One of my mounts ran a very close second. It just wasn't very fast enough. Lucky no. Taylor, you're in first. Uh, I need an answer, Lock. I need one now. Three, two, one. Clint? I think that's wrong. Who'd you say? Clint? Clint, no. No, incorrect. It's not Clint. Brittany for the steal. Would I keep reading? I should keep reading, shouldn't I? Did she buzz in? Oh, she did buzz in. Is that is that all a bit of a bit of something questionable? Did you, I will ask Brittany, integrity. Did you buzz in, Brittany? Do you know the answer? Um, I, I made a noise. I said <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was my name. Tell you what, I'll give you one more line. One more line because okay. it was after Lockie's buzz. Okay. Uh, not only have I ridden 710 winners, but I've also trained three. But it's been nearly three years since I last had a runner. Kira Yule. Uh, oh. It is Kira Yule. My ex-manager is a podcast regular and avid Carlton supporter. I am Kira Yule. Kira Yule. Oh, Kira Knightley Kira in Love Actually. Knightley, the, whole, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I'm I not wanted, who is in Love Actually. Mm, yeah, I wanted that to go for a while, so I went with a couple that uh, made absolutely no sense to Brittany, be honest I, I thought it was Colin Haddon because I, I was thinking about Colin Firth in Love Actually. So. <laughs> Has Lockie actually seen Love Actually? Once again, I haven't had enough girls to love me to watch that enough (laughs) times. All right. So, for those playing along at home, this is. Well, that's 1 0. That's 1 0. 1 0. 1 0. So, for those playing along at home, uh, we have pre recorded Lockie and Brittany's response to the following question. Lockie, point taken, has had eight different riders in her 35 career starts. Name as many as you can in 30 seconds. Go. Jason Brown, Chloe Azapati, Lactar Amoli, Victoria Corva, Ryan Hill, Keshaw Duran, uh, Lucy Warwick. You got eight seconds. I get deductions if they're wrong. That's your thirty seconds done. There, <laughs> uh, in the case of a tiebreak, uh, it's been decided that um, that will come into it, but you'll know more soon. Does this feel like a stitch up, Lockie? <laughs> no, nah, I reckon. I reckon I would have had her covered. I reckon. Okay. Okay, Brittany. Point taken has had eight different riders in her 35 career starts. Name as many as you can in 30 seconds. Go. Oh, um, Jason Brown, Lakdar Ramoli, um, uh, Chloe as a party, uh, Holly Watson, Patty Carberry, uh, Lucy Warwick, one on her, um, Brody Kirby. Seven seconds. Just races or trials? Just races. That's all I can think of. That's well 30 done. Seconds. That's, that's 30 huge. seconds. I, I thought five would be enough to win it, and that's uh, yeah, that's seven. Seven for seven as well. Okay, so Lockie has finished with Jason Brown, Chloe Azapati, Lakdar Ramoli, Vicky Korva, and Lucy Warwick. A couple of incorrect answers in Ryan Hill and Keshaw Duran. So five. For Lockie. Brittany has ended up with Jason Brown, 
Lactara Moly, Chloe Azapardi, Holly Watson, Patrick Carberry, Lucy Warwick, Brody Kirby. We had a winner with seven. Brittany, 2 0. <laughs> Lockie. Your, your response to that, Lockie, because you actually said when you got your five, you said, I'm pretty sure I've got her here. That'll do me. <laughs> I completely forgot about Tony Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> between oh. you, the one that is in between you, you got all eight, actually, because the one that. Uh, yeah, the one I missed out Vicky on. And you got Vicky Corver. So. Who, who, who didn't Lockie have? Uh, well, Lockie did not have Paddy Carver. Holly. Holly and Brody. Holly Watson and Brody Kirby. Three. Oh, the three. So. Well, there you go. Brittany Taylor takes a 2 0 lead in the Mastermind. We have been here before. Lockie can find a way to get back off the canvas. What are you Certainly thinking, Guru? Can. What's Certainly what's can, what's the bet fair market suggesting? Uh, heavy to Brittany, yeah. Dollar fifteen. You know what? From here, you know what Brittany just does? Just, just wins. wins. <laughs> she just wins from here, I reckon. <laughs> Just wins, J-Dub. Uh, that was oh. stiff to miss a race name on Friday, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had an eighth. Yeah. We had an eighth. That was very stiff. All right. We've um, we've got another bit of a half Taylor-flavoured question here. Oh, no, this is a full Taylor-flavoured question here. All right. Next question, guys. Name the gun Victorian-based jockey that had his first race ride on New Time at Northern. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, don't do this to us. <laughs> don't do this to us. I, I, think, I think it was... I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was... What do you mean? Really? I thought it was... I genuinely thought it was Brett. Oh, no, guys. <laughs> two seconds ahead of you. <laughs> I thought... I thought... But I'm, you're, you actually think it was Locke? I thought it was... I heard. Oh, we're not going to do thought, this. We're not going to do this again. Second. We're going to have to declare a dead heat and move on to the next question. I think. Contra- I finished talking, and then I heard his voice. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm relatively. I, I. I thought I heard that, but you thought you heard. I think it, we're undecided. They're undecided. I think the fairest way. This is this is, <laughs> this is the mistake I made last time as quiz master, and I, and I did get. Queried by the pet steward, oh, so I need to I need to learn from my mistakes. This is all happening, isn't it? Learn from my mistakes. Stressful. All right, next question. Next question. It so happens that I was first. I also knew the answer was Fred, so let's just put that out there. So yes. Yeah, so the question and was, was no, and with forty no cover. <laughs> he was too. <laughs> so who rode New Time at Northern in November two thousand sixteen? That was a young Freddie Kersley having his very first race ride, and it wasn't one of his best. That is for sure. All right. Tell you what, if Lockie comes back to win three two, and the audio comes back, there was a clear but before there's going to be dramas. There's going to be dramas. Tom Percy's getting involved oh. in this. I have jumped out of my chair and already celebrated. That is why you don't go the early club. Well. <laughs> I'm actually in your corner here. I, I, I thought I heard the beef. No, I'm on a, honest, honest. Like, I, th- I thought I heard the... Oh, oh dearie me. <laughs> dearie me. All right, next question. I'm frazzled. Laurentinio competes in his second consecutive easing wall stakes on Saturday, won by... Pretty. No, no, that's, no, not, that's, not, the that's not the question. That's not the question. So it was actually won by uh, Dig Deep last year. That's mm. not the question. Laurentino competes in his second consecutive Easing World Stakes on Saturday. No, name the only other runner this Saturday that went around in last Brittany. year's edition. Brittany. Oh, I thought that was Lockie first. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. Luke Gold. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, he's done. Locking at the final <laughs> hurdle. You've stumbled. And I reckon you've been beaten 4 0, not either. I reckon it's 3 0. I reckon you've been comprehensively beaten 3 0. Oh, I shouldn't be celebrating, should I? Congratulations, <laughs> Brittany Taylor. Just decisive at the finish, wasn't it? We, uh, we took you some. You can't tell I'm competitive, right? <laughs> We took some risks on this week's edition of The Mastermind and it's paid dividends handsomely as we have a new mastermind, Brittany Taylor, knocks off her brother, Lockie Taylor, who falls at the final hurdle trying to win that fifth mastermind. But uh, I guess some sort of uh, consolation prize is that he was already invited to the Guru's New Year party. So nothing lost other than a $100 voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. Brittany. pride. And he's pride. Yeah, and he's pride. Yeah, yes. then again, that's not weird. That's, that's yeah, one all, one all between the Taylor siblings. Brittany, how does it feel to be to uh, oh. currently be the coveted mantle of uh, WA Racing Mastermind? You have no idea how long it's felt since that last time I've been down. I've been the disgrace of the family, and uh, mum and dad are going to be so so proud. Oh dear me, that was everything we could have asked for. I'm looking forward to getting the footage yeah, back, the audio back the audio. from uh, question number three there. But say in the end, didn't matter. Didn't it didn't matter. No, look, um, I'm looking forward to taking him on in the bowl tomorrow. Yes, yeah. yes, yep. yep. That will be. Uh, that might yeah, be geez. the um, the tiebreaker. That could be <laughs> the time. Oh, I guess, yeah. yeah. Now, what was the score in the first one? It was 3-1 or 3-2. It was yeah, pretty it was close. close. I think it was 3-2. Yeah. So, if you're going in a head-to-head total points, I think Lockie's still behind in that as well. Yeah, okay. Well, mm. he's off, off the chewy is Lockie. Lockie, <laughs> thanks again, mate. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being a good sport. We um, we really rode the wave of uh, <laughs> the mastermind today. But you uh, you got down fair and square. And you uh, make, have you been up to the Mundaring and used any of your vouchers yet? No, not as of yet. So um, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be heading up, that's for sure. Get up there, man. We'll look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow for yes. the, uh, the Guru's party. But, yeah, to the winner goes the spoils, and Brittany Taylor is our new Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. And we're back from a thrilling edition of the uh, WA Racing Mastermind, sponsored by our good friends up at the Mundaring Hotel. A new mastermind has been crowned, and her name is Brittany Taylor. So I wonder who we're going to get on next week to... uh, Got some ideas. Got some ideas? I got some ideas. I'm more interested once someone gets up to two or three, but as long as... As long as Lockie's gone for now, I'm happy. Just want to bask in that for now. Yeah. It's like after you just win a grand final, you don't want to start thinking about going back to back. End of end of prep? Yeah. End of prep run for Lockie? Yeah, it was, yeah, it sounded like it, didn't it? Yeah, it did sound like an end of prep run. Yeah. A little bit of a velvet queen there for Lockie. So. <laughs> oh, dearie me. All right, race number five. The crown tear was, tear was handicap. 72 plus and BJ, I reckon <laughs> this is a, a week 72 plus. I'm almost of the opinion that some of these horses are sort of going down in grade, are going down in grade, but they're actually going up in grade, which mm. means they're going down in weight. Yes. So, um, yeah, it, it's a thin they're, old They're coming race. out of better races, yeah, and they're yeah, dropping Higher weight. rated yeah. races, yeah. I'd really describe that well. Um, I mean, I, I, you can put a lot, oh, geez, you can put a line through probably three or four of these straight away in a Do very it. small field. So oh, I thought Zakaribo really had a chance last week. I thought that was the moving line yeah. to win in. Yep. Um, it does go best for Joey though, but it also goes best in a wet track. Our yeah. idol, I just can't have it at the moment. No. I'm completely taking on our idol at the moment. Maserati's a stayer who doesn't win. Fryer Rescue is a popper upper. Yeah. But I'm going to, I, I just think it's too many runs in a row where it hasn't shown enough. Yep. Uh, so they're the ones. 
I think the other four are the, are the main four we'll yeah. focus on. They're the four I got as well. Blinder drew a gate, and I reckon mm. the ten, eleven dollars each way we're currently looking at would have been a nice little bet. But um, I've got just got a bit low confidence in Lactar at the moment, to be honest, BJ. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lactar is anywhere near his best. Um, yeah, definitely so, not. Definitely not prime Lactar this season. Yeah. No. Nah. So look, but this this is a funny race in regards to the fact that you've got your three obvious go forward horses. Uh, in uh, our idol, Bruce Almighty, MTA, all three will want to race prominently. So then you've got Maserati, Friar Esco, I'm pretty Zacharabo, Blinder, who actually showed some gate speed last start. Yep. But those are the first four I mentioned, they've got none gate yep. speed, really. Maserati may be a tiny bit, but there's a big spot there for Lacta to pop into. Any type of speed map done, there's a big spot. Uh, for him to pop into. So it'll be interesting to watch to see if he um, looks for that or does just snag out the back, which I think would be the, the wrong move. You've got to show some aggression here. I'd suggest how do the first three how do the first three um, order themselves? I don't think there's any real obvious way. Chris Parnham being just inside of uh, Ken Johnson supporter might be a big advantage. Yeah. He sort of might be able to just to ask Clint to go around and give him the card up. Mm-hmm. Potentially with the blinkers going on our idol, they might be really keen to lead um, to try and change it up a little bit. It hasn't shown the same type of form, but it might not have the speed to. Chris also might just say, you know what, bugger this. Um, well, I think, I think that's what happened last Saturday. Yep. Yeah, I guess everyone thought either Harry Thomas or the verdict was going to lead. The, the verdict misses the kick, and for some reason, Keshaw is defense, uh, defensive on Harry I Thomas. Think, I just think Harry didn't go, and I think Kesh got to a point where he's like, if I kick this up and lead now, I'm going to run last by 100 lengths. Yeah. I've got to take a seat. I, I just don't think it was Harry's so, day. But Chris found the front when he almost didn't really want to. But I think, And he's done a lot I, of work to get there. I think almost on Saturday, he's probably thinking, well, quick back up. This horse is ready to win now. I'm just going to lead. Yep. Yeah. So that that would be yeah, that would be fine. Mm. So look, I I think out of that race, and there was quite a few hard luck stories, and I think you got to be careful with horses like Deputano and stuff like that. Oh, that was great. Huge. They swept into the race with. They full swept. Momentum, well, five yeah. of them were getting held up. The yeah. entirety. Blinder was held up. MTA found a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, there was a stack of other ones that found issues, um, but it was all off speed. And so for Bruce to kick and run third for me, that's the run of the yeah. race. Um, so I, I, I like Bruce off seven days. I've lost trust in MTA to a degree. Yeah. Um, then the market's suggesting this is my bet. So uh, I don't know how, if he's going to lead or not, if he's going to let something hand up. I know he's going to be in the first three. I know that I'm happy to not take on I'm pretty passionately. I'm about 420, I'm pretty, so I'm not taking it on passionately. But just the 1,200 to 1,600, and, and I was on last night. I was yeah. pretty keen on I'm pretty. Watch the replay again and again. I don't know if I'm pretty was all that great in the line either. Again, like I've just got some query on how we went but on it the did, line. Did did give away about three lengths at the start though. It did give away about yeah. three lengths at the start. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more. Yeah, I, well, that was another funny old race as well. Bunch was. bunch finish. Had a few funny old yeah. races recently, hasn't there? Wednesday just about nicked it as a yeah. 59 rider and a 66 yeah. plus. So, um, I just I just feel like Bruce Almighty. I thought Bruce Almighty was ready to win last start yeah. after it ran second to God has chosen and just doing that work to lead. It was always going to be telling late. So, um, yeah, I mean, the worry is this is 3.05 p.m. How strong is the southwesterly if you're racing without cover as well, yeah. you know? So that could really play into I'm Pretty's hands. But Bruce is near five bucks. I'm three. So that'll do me. I'll, 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 back, in, I'll back in Bruce. With some confidence, I think. Yeah. I was for $4, all three of them. Oh, you're going flat. Yeah. 
Got Bruce, flat. So that's, Bruce, I'm, Bruce, I'm pretty MTA. This is a, it's a really good market for yeah. us. So we're obviously a little bit, um, as I said, we got Scotty's market before with I'm Pretty. He's pretty keen. Um, and obviously we're both in a similar thing. We're just we're a bit more cagey on the 12 to 1600. Yeah. Maybe the reliability of I'm Pretty. Um, so when a horse like this goes up at $2.30, I just think you beauty, I can never bet you. Whether it's MTA or Bruce Almighty, blinder yeah. even each way. Yeah, yeah. Um, that might be, people might decide that's their go. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's it's exciting seeing a horse got well under your odds because you know there's going to be a bet. I'm a, I'm a sucker, so I'm going to go MTA one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> sucked me in last week again and but Black Dark was, was a bit of a victim. Yeah, like... Oh, it had no... It le- it so it lands, lands 1-1. One, one. The verdict... Clips heels, almost falls, comes out around, ca- causes a whole heap of chaos with the rate shape. Three wide line forms. So MTA has gone from landing in the primo 1-1 position to getting shunted back, no momentum. Uh, and Lacta is just sort of scratching his head thinking, how the hell did I end up here? I've like ridden a treat for the first 200 mm. and I've ended up in the worst position. Sort of looked like it wasn't doing a lot and then it got going again, squeezed up. Lots of traffic, bumping. I don't know. I just thought MTA with Lacta off, CJP full of confidence on, 54 and a half. What do you do? This is it. This Breeze? Is, this is it. I, I had Breeze, but it was just a Breeze looks most yeah. obvious. Bruce in front. Yeah. MTA, Breeze. And um, wouldn't surprise me if the two of them sit down for a little bit of a battle out. Yeah. In, the, in the straight and may the best man win. Yeah, the two young guns head and head. Chris and uh, Clint, but yeah, that's, I, I was touch and go all three of them to see, like you said, to see I'm pretty now firm two in with the two in front of it. It's um, yeah, the MTA and Bruce Almighty are the way that uh, I'll be going with MTA the lean. Yeah, Bruce for me, I'll take you on, but again, don't think there's much in it. Race number six. You, you, owe, you owe me a couple of cans of coke. I do, yeah. So I'm. We'll go again. Deary me. Oh, okay. They'll be settling. Uh, oh, no, it won't be. We are for that. But uh, you can buy me a can of Coke All right. at uh, the Bowls and, Club tomorrow. Uh, I've got to try and win one back. Uh, race six. Uh, Bell Horse Racing Stables. Handicap over the 1,600 metres. It's a 58-plus. Um, not an overly deep affair. Uh <laughs> Probably the, hits, the hits keep rolling here at, yeah. uh, on Easingwold Stakes Day. It is, but uh, look, it's a um, again. I think this is a race will divide a couple, a couple of opinions. Um, but I think just just all in all, it's very, very, it's very hard to go past um, to go past very fast here. BJ mm-hmm. uh, was stiff in the staying race, was stiff with Keshaw on behind Holy Enchantment, was yep. stiff behind Beat the Bro in the Grandstand Cup. Most recent outing, Kira's gone back through. It was actually probably in the right spot to right win the spot. race, just about, but it didn't get there, but it was a very tight finish. I think this horse can race over the speed. Last time the blinkers were on, BJ. What happened? Sat in the breeze and um, beat Canted Luke's him, Choice. That was 2019 pre-injury, but... Yeah. Uh, goes obviously really well for Pike. The blinkers go back on here. They'll be aggressive. They probably lead, do they? Oh, I hate that's this. This is one thing that worries me is this big southwest kicking in when I'm looking at a couple of potential leaders at, after three o'clock. Um, but I think they, they potentially lead. They 
probably prefers to sit, but I, I can't see who takes him on. I think I Kenny cable, Hustle. Cable Guy, maybe? Cable Guy, yeah. I think Cable Guy will be more than happy going yeah. forward. They're the three. Yeah. Uh, very fast Cable Guy and Kenny Hustle yeah, from I'd the wide gate. Yeah, Kenny Hustle working forward from the wide gate. Yeah. Yep. They're the three, but the problem is there is not one other that could work forward. Classic Rogue misses, kicks, Benji's isn't quick early. Blackwater Bay won't be leading. Uh, Dad's big headed. I don't think so, but maybe. There is no other speed in this. Um, so I think almost the, the rider that sort of shows a bit of intent and a bit of definity uh, could be advantaged. And Or if it is an Andrew Castle on Cable Guy, Pike could be advantaged by just tucking and following yeah. and, and popping off. But, um, yeah, look, I'm about 270, 280, very fast. So 330, 340, that's enough for me. Okay. Be happy to get involved. Also on a back Satorio. Yeah. I think with this slowly run race, uh, the 1200 to 1600 is always a worry for me. Um, but it's like, – I always talk about horses that are ready to win. Its first two runs were huge. Uh, it, it's come back – Super behind beads, super behind Sun Sun. Um, and I think the slowly run race actually could suit it, 12 to 1600. If it turns into a mess, and say Holly Watson, who's on Classic Road, drawn eight, she gets caught deep, yep. which is like in slowly run races, it's always more likely you can have a three wide line. Kenny Hustle comes around. It, it turns into a mess. Brad Rewiller on Zatoria, he just starts to circle him at the 500 or the 400. Mm. I reckon it'll have the it'll have the quickest last two years. So, um, yeah, I'm. It's two runs have been super, haven't they? And yeah, it's building, building. Whereas very fast, who I've got on top and flat three dollars, it's into its it's well into its prep. Yep. So it's going to have yep. field position. It's got yep. the blinkers. It's got Pike a lot in its favour, but. Yep. Um, yeah, pretty keen to play the pair of them here. Um, I'm, yeah, it's about 280 very fast. $6.20 Zatoria. I really like Brad Rewiller on horses that go around runners. I think Brad's strength is when he can get a horse to move into the race and not necessarily have to take gaps, which you, I've learnt. What do you think Bode. of Benji's? Yeah, Benji's is going to be, um, yeah, should be uh, It'd be very, nice if Stevie could get him to jump. He could... He could 1-1 one, one top. He thing. could 1-1 one, one top yeah. set up. Well, he landed 1-1 one, one first up. So yeah. I think Benji's lands a lot closer and um, will appreciate a little bit of weight relief. Um, yeah, back Benji's last two. Maybe I've got some Benji's fatigue. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But um, I'm $6.20 Benji's as well. So I'm the same price as Torio, but Benji's is five fifty. So Torio is $14. So that's why it's Torio. Yeah, very fast. And I'll be having something on Torio as well. And just a shout out to Marty Knox and Andrew Castle. They've got Cable Guy yeah. as a six-year-old uh, career best at the moment, doing a top job. So I was with Pistol Pete watching the races when Cable Guy last won, and um, that was a good win. It was a good win. Well, I said to him because he, I think he tipped it or he tipped it right. He liked it anyway, yeah. and um, I said in the run, "Oh, that's not where I'd want to be if I was Cable Guy through the fence or whatever." And I, I associate Cable Guy with a tough get into it put it down and to win in that manner I thought it was a really nice win a fashion queen and stuff that form would add up here yeah I think the, um, it was quite a reasonable rating race on the day from a speed point of view so yeah. just, um, is there another win in yeah. that's what I've I know that's, that's maybe that's not the best way to look at things but is there another win but this is a thin old market because you've got Cable Guy 550 Classic Rogue from Barrier 8 at 550 That's it's got to be under the odds it's going super don't get me wrong but from Barrier 8 with The Apprentice on that's a hard one you know I can't see how exactly so, to me that's just under the odds yeah. a little bit at 550 um, and then you've like Blackwater Bay. There's another trial was a month ago. Take it on every day of the week. There's it's another horse runs. that uh, if it gets out further in the market, I might have a little nibble on. Watch me, no, no, didn't mind it first up seventeen dollars, jumped four eighty or something. Um, thought it was okay. Yeah, it just when they change stables, you hope they lose that little that thing they can have like with um, David Harrison. Watch me, no, no, was always a next start, and it just gave me that next start feel again. Um, but yeah, I can see where you're you're coming from there. Vital flirt. Brad Parnham gave that a ten out of ten. I just can't back it up. They give them a 10 out of 10. It doesn't let down properly. So, um, yeah, pretty. I'm actually really happy to, to double these up and playing. Zitoria. Very fast, Zitoria. Yeah. All right. 
Race seven. I'll let you do this one, Guru. Uh, race seven. The Glenroy Breadbags McShaft handicap. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Five horses go around. <laughs> Market's up yet? I haven't even had a look. So what race is the Brad? Uh, the Brad's. The, I told you I wanted it later in the day because so I think I want to six. carry on like a pork chop when it all uh, when it all eventually. So apparently Mac McDermott is calling Narogen. Mm-hmm. So it would be elite if when they cross the line, they'd be go. They'd say such and such as one. I hope brand. something. I hope something tears away. Yeah, and he can go. It's been a ride for the ages in the brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How good would that be? That would be something. Uh, very I well. Can't that. wait. Can't wait. All right. Well, this race here. That's all I really want to do with it. This race here. Just say the name. That's all I really want. The to Glenroy Shaft. So. The Glenroy Shaft handicap. <laughs> yeah. I um. I don't know. I don't really. This is a one of those ones where they all take their turns. I do want to. It's almost like we should have had a week off the Saturday racing. This is we're gonna incredible go incredible uh, stuff. I'm still gonna <sighs> do my ass, but that's all right. I uh, I'm gonna go gardening and have a little pot at our mate Clint Johnston Porter. It feels like I'm potting the most form jockey in Perth because I probably am. The last ride on send on Lady Duckworth. Ooh. that's that's for me for a jockey in really good nick. Tactically, it's as bad as I've seen. That's just what came, I was what came around him and pocketed him. Send the winner, send yeah. my friend. But just that's not knowing your horse. Yeah. That's just not. You're stuck deep most of the way. You've eventually slotted into the one one at the nine hundred. At that point, you always don't want to. You always yeah. just want to keep out there and stay out of trouble for a true stayer. Lady Duckworth's a true stayer. You get the one one. You see the horse coming, and it didn't come around quickly. It ambled around you, and you get held in. Yeah. It ambled around him at the five too. It wasn't like it ambled around him at the eight or the nine. Casual, I just ca- casually. I didn't have a scent on either. That's that's the bit. I did not have a scent on, so yeah. I'm not even talking from the hip pocket. I was just flabbergasted that the the one thing I would instruct with Lady Duckworth would be to get going when you can and be off and going. And yeah, so look, I, I if it draws six, six or a, seven here, that's a bit of a pet hate on mine. For the the jockeys it. who get the soft soft run in the one one uh, in the mid race, and then they allow that three wide line to come around, and rather than just popping off and yep. like you've done no work early, just let just see what your horse pending is. pending who the horse is pending yeah. everything. But this is. Yeah. How often do you see it happening? So, look, if, if Lady Duckworth, as I've just said, barrier one, same sort of – this is – I'm going to sort of go with the reason I – I was going to go with Stafford's lad in the Perth Cup and barrier one I got off. I, was, I reckon I would have been Lady Duckworth each day, each way, every day of the week. Yeah. But barrier one, for a horse I think is a one-batting stayer, mm-hmm. that's a worry. So, um, yeah, tough old race, BJ. I don't mind Concord Zone. Concord Zone? Yeah. Is it in the race? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's there. It's there. Hang on, where is it? There it is. Saddlecloth number six. Uh, is it its turn? I reckon it might be. Yeah. Reckon it might. you got to have a look at his name's coming out next <laughs> in this day. I thought went to the line alongside Lady Duckworth. Admittedly, Lady Duckworth did get that uh, interrupted passage at a crucial stage. However, carried 58 with uh, PJ Carberry on board. Drops down to 55 minus two for Kesh Duran's claim. So that's five. Oh, it's 53, yeah. Five kgs after uh, carrying 58 to the day. Gate two, I think uh, Kesh can get a really nice run. Doesn't have to be super forward. Can be a pair back from um, maybe fifth, sixth in running, something like that. If, uh, yeah, looking for Kesh to do what Terry said uh, Clint Johnson Porter should have done the other day and get moving into the race with momentum. I think with a low weight, uh, race fit, Team Williams, uh, I think I think Concord Zone's racing as well as it ever has and I reckon it's ready to step up and claim its first Saturday. Yep. Did I convince you? 
Nah, no, I, I'm not going to be backing Concord Zone, but it would not surprise me in the slightest. It wouldn't surprise me if any of these ones, to be honest yeah. with you, BJ. Black Chips? Um, yeah, I, I think what's going to be against Black Chips here is Castillo Del Lago's only got one way it can race. Mm-hmm. So it's going to try and do that move from 12. Black Chips could be the horse that wins come right back the race, actually, if Pikey um, drops to last and go, waits for it to make its move because it'll take it a long way into it, yeah. potentially. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to wait for a feel of the day. If the inside pad's playing really nicely, I might look at Lady Duckworth in that sense. And be flat at myself afterwards. If if the outside, what was your favourite? Nice. I'm 340. Come right back. I'm still. I'm backing Pikey, and it's coming off who's seven it? days off of her cast. Lady Duckworth 650. Yeah. Um, I was do you know if any good punters? 650. Lady Duckworth. Any well. good punters found the 26 dollars far away last start into tens? Any? Any? <laughs> PRG? Any? I don't know. Um, sorry, I must. Live composure now. Castillo del Lago, uh, I hate horses first go at the journey, but um, it's a different horse when railing. I reckon it finds a rail here. And if you take out Holy Enchantment last start, it gave another kick on yeah, the line. Yeah, it was good. It beat them all really comfortably. And it's eh? a bit of a, a bit of symbolic of the Michael Lane camp. They're just starting to work mm-hmm. through the issues they had. For those of you that don't know, the Bunbury Turf Club is uh, being redeveloped and it's out of action. So all the Bunbury trainers have had to basically shuttle across to Collie to do all their to, to do to do most of their track gallops, so I think it's just taking a little bit of time for Michael Lane and his stable just to get a handle on uh, working them at Collier, working them a different way, the changes to their a bit like the Steve Wolf set up with with Albany, um, uh, but recently. You've seen horses like Trade War. They won the last at Pinjarra Sur the other day. There's a few good signs. The way that Castillo fought on the other day, you can tell that he's really fit now and hardened. So, uh, yeah, look forward to Michael Lane's day. We'll just sort of start to chalk up the winners in the new year. It's amazing how certain horses have certain tendencies. Like if they don't lead or don't find the rail, like if you go through Castillo de Lago's form when it's had to breeze or anything else, it's just yeah, so it's much the, inferior. It's chewy, doesn't it? Just yeah. loves the rail out in front, doesn't want to be yeah, around other horses in that sense. So, um, look, at this stage, as I said, I'm 340 come right back and 650 Lady Duckworth, so I could play the pair, but I just don't like dutching a four and $9 pop in a staying ratio. I think there's eight chances. So, um, I have a feel on the day. Okay. See what you reckon. Uh, for the sake of a tip, Concord Zone each way for me. Oh, I'm going to go with come right back. All right. Race eight, the easing wild, the dig deep stakes, looking to take the mantle. From the from the great horse on Saturday after a uh, brilliant victory in last year's in last year's Wold, just a, a strong victory in last year's Wold. What is the photo uh, of the the ease? Yeah, you know, group twos only on these walls, mate. Yep. Yeah, or maiden or wins reverse or reverse. <laughs> yeah, the reverse Quinella is on the wall, isn't it? Uh, thanks, Scotty. I think it was Scotty. Do you ever just fire up the yeah, replay every now and then of the reverse Quinella of the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like the dig, dig deeps wins. Yeah, the Caro Cat gets yeah. a run occasionally. Yeah, give it. Yeah, give it. What about the Wold? Give it five thirty p.m. on tomorrow. Give, that was probably stiff not to get a name. Oh, the People's Horse Handicap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give it five thirty tomorrow, and I reckon people won't have a choice. Um, <laughs> the Easing Wild. This is a good little race. Actually, it's been re-handicapped to an eighty-four plus. Um, the market's really cleared out. For two runners here. Um, I love these 84 pluses, uh, suggested by the 1-1. One, one, yeah, quietly, suggested so. by jamming in. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go pro consent over the Spruker. I think the Spruker can probably find the 1-1, one, one, but I think Pikey will be close enough at the 54 and a half, and I think, think he can get over the top of the Spruker, but 
I'm not having an early bet and just going to hope for three bucks late. That's my general thought process. Yeah, flip of the coin, isn't it? Um, it's I'll, the McGrady factor as well. Yeah. I, I know, look, obviously Paul Harvey's a good hope, but McGrady and the Spruker have a really good affiliation. So I, I'm going to give a, a negative um, mark. For yeah. That. I wanted the race pretty confident I was going to find pro consent to beat the Spruker. Went back and watched his watched his tapes. I just couldn't believe how well he won. Um, when was that? Was that Railway Day? It was it wasn't meant day. to. Oh, pro consent. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the Spruker. Yeah, couldn't believe. And then, yeah, it was just a, just couldn't quite get into the race when he needed to. But um, six kilo pull on the weights, chilly is hot. Uh, held him out last start. He's just been loving really fast races over a mile. Um, and then he did run second to comfort me one day as well. So I don't know. I'm just a slower run race. Just a slower run. And also back to the 14, slower run race. I think it's 28 days between runs or something like that. Is it 28? 21? 28. I think you might be right. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just thought. I think I actually I just thought that. Sorry. There was nothing suitable. For him, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. That's, yeah. And these races are perfect for him. Gets yeah. in with, I'm not worried about that. It's just, I'm just surprised at the level that Pro Consent was able to rise to for those three last three performances. Is that he might have peaked? I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. don't know. Like, is that is that him or is it? Or is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a bit like those few weeks when um, Ross Lyon called Dale Thomas the best player in the AFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. didn't yeah. get a cut for another three years. <laughs> When uh, Ashton Agar made runs at the Ashes and oh, took wickets. Ashton's a star. Yeah. Apart from his cricket. No, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Whereas the Spruker just can, can just keeps just keeps stepping up to the mark. Um, Shine Talk couldn't get him the other day. She came out and won really well. Last Saturday, again, Terry's on the money there. The, the map from seven. With Paul Harvey, a new rider on board, has to throw a few queries. I don't know. I, I kept. I, I was in. A, I was, t- you know, a bit of an internal arm wrestle here between the Spruker and the Pro Consent, and ended up siding with the Spruker. But I marked them exactly the same. So does the Spruker uh, know how to win? Yeah, winners win. <laughs> winners win. Two sixty a pair. What do you have them? Because uh, uh, I know I know having putting keeping Laurentino in the market. So that sort of. Um, yeah, well, I was Laurentino's got the great, a perfect setup. I yeah. love how it's Chris Parnham on a Jimmy Taylor runner for the first time in a long time after they went head to head in the well, Lockie and Chris in the Masterpiece. Yes, yes. Uh, I thought about that when I was doing the market. Not didn't really factor in how I priced it. Mm. Oh dear, that wasn't that funny. But Laurentino, um, <laughs> if for some reason leaders are having a good day of it, yeah, um, I wouldn't be afraid to to look that way. But. Um, yeah, I was two forty-five to three eighty, but I, I think I'm. Three eighty Yeah, I think yeah. I've gone a bit too heavy the other way. To be honest with you, I think you've just made a really good point, which yeah. I probably didn't factor in enough at the time when doing my market. Um, look for start the Friday run a big race. Yeah, tell you what, what a horse. Yeah, it's been good to you. Start the Friday. Start. So we'll start the Friday. There's, there's good and then there's wild. Like yeah. I think, yeah. I think I backed him three at his last his last three wins at like minimum thirty odd dollars. One of the lads' mates, Deccan, and the lads, they've all um yeah, he's the the one they got uh I tipped it on Hannon's yeah, I yeah. tipped it on Hannon's Day last year yeah. and uh they put in their quaddy and they said if this wins the last we'll get tattoos. Yeah, we'll get tattoos and they did. Men are their word. 
That's very good. Yeah, very good. And, so then, you, and then I'm there on Hannon's Day. Yeah. Um, and we went to a little, we paid to go into a tent and um, and those lads are in there and it's going around in the Hannons. Yeah. And they're like, give it any chance today. And I said, well, I'm 20, 30 to 1. It's obviously going around 120 to 1 or whatever. Dig deep's hard to beat and start the fry beat. Dig deep. How's that? It's been, it's been, it's honestly what Kylie Craig has done with this horse since she's um, taken it over. Even the run's like. Who had um, it originally? Uh, Jason Miller. He did. Jason yep. Miller. So yeah, I'm surprised I got that actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going super. I think it, it's, it's been a bit stiffer. The fact it's got the points now from those wins. Went from a 65 to a 91 after it tanners. Just got the old 26 points. Is that right? 26? Yeah, 26 Just points. Just um, but yeah, it's uh, it could almost land. It could be the the map horse, which frustrates the spruker. Yeah, it could just about be the one that keeps the spruker deep. You know, the pro, pro consensus is going to like pike back on fifty four and a half kilos. Uh, Big southwesterly play. Yeah, I'm expecting it just to be just to have them late. You know, start just that typical just to have them late. Yeah, I think it'll start, start late fame, definitely. Yeah. But I mean, the big thing with pro consent is as you said was last start are we forgiving i think with the 60 compared to chilius hot's 54 it's just thought, pick, picking up underneath it is yeah the thing, very difficult it? Yeah. it was six and chilius hot's a very hard horse to get past because he always runs a good last split yep. so i don't think it lost too many admirers last week but there's a few little negatives there as you said slower run race 16 to 14 there's a few little negatives that's why the the 260 isn't really gonna get me three bucks and i'd be saying bang let's have a let's have a rock yeah. let's have a rock and roll all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Spruker, but yeah, flip the coin. Uh, had the Mark two sixty a pair. Okay, uh, pro consent for me. Another can of Coke. Ah, uh, rah, rah, race nine. <laughs> Start roaring. Uh, the get out stakes. It's time again. Two in a row. You can win the get out stakes on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, don't forget to get your Ooh. marriage and get out stakes. Wouldn't that be something? Entries in. Imagine that. That'd be meat for months. The extremely popular Get Out Steaks is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt is the main man out there. Swing past, say good day, and let Timmy uh, know what you're looking for, and he'll do the rest. Congratulations to episode 108 winner, Mitchell Costello. Well done, Mitch. He put a photo up of his collect on Twitter last night. Very much appreciated. And uh, he was nearest the pin with his Shan Talk prediction in last week's Get Out Steaks. Special mention to 2006 West Coast Eagles Premiership hero, club icon, Steve Armstrong. Ninth time oh. he's finished runner-up in the get-out stakes. Street bandit. Street bandit. That's stiff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, to say well, he's due is an understatement. Beret ran seven seconds in a row. Yes. Then strung three in a row. Three, three on the bounce. Yeah, so never lose hope. Exactly right. Yeah, so Stevie, your time will come to if enter. You, if you can keep Mark LaCroix out of a premiership winning side, you can win the Get Out Stakes. <laughs> again. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, um, race nine at Ascot on Saturday. Hit us up at Twitter, uh, sorry, on Twitter, at the 1-1-Pod. Let us know who you think will win. Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, and we can never forget the Sam White rule. First in, best dress. Also stiff to miss a, yeah. a race name. The Sammy White rule, first in, best dress, first past the post. There were just so many options. Just know that we thought of you, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We needed like seven and two divided, mm. maybe nine. That would have been big, but yeah. just ran out of horses, unfortunately. That's going to happen. 1-1, one, one, pod, race day, Narragin, tomorrow. Get involved. Race nine, uh, BJ, the last of the day. Uh, good horse. Goes around here. Mm. Promising horse. This is the, Mor the Morley Grow Up Market Handicap. The Morley, <laughs> the Morley Grow Up Market Handicap. Who have you got for us here, BJ? Who have you, what type of speed map are we looking at? 
I um, thought uh, Crystal Dane, Rose Ford. Okay. Uh, to lead. Mm. And I've Rebel got... Knight. Maybe. Maybe Rebel Knight going forward. Oh, definitely going forward with Christy Bennett on board. I thought London Miss might be positive with Holly Watson on as well. They're your um, first three, aren't yeah. they? Yep. They're your first three. And Jedi Mind just in behind them? Jedi Mind in behind them, yeah. Probably three back the fence, yeah. Three? Yeah. Four? Oh, I had it. Leaders back. Yeah, leaders Reed. back. Yeah, I think yeah. it jumps pretty well. Musters pretty well into races these days. That's where it won from last campaign. Yeah. Campaign with Sean McGrady on board. Big money for it. Um, there was good. There was reasonable support for it first up, and then there was some support for it. Uh, no, sorry, better support for it. Second up, at a bigger price behind Sun Sun when it was stiff mm. with Jade McNaughton in the saddle as well. But um, by this stage of the day, big southwesterly. Uh, if you're on the back of a Rebel Nile, that might not be the spot to be. Mm. Potentially, might be nice to be drawn a little bit wider. Yeah. What do you reckon? I agree. I agree. That's why I like the PRG's horse, Material Witness. Uh, I was impressed first up down the straight at Pinjarra. Sometimes that form can be a little bit funky moving forward, but to out sprint uh, Vane Tempest and Mantelli in that fashion. Wrong part of the track. First up. Uh, very encouraging. Always had good closing speed, this horse, but has strengthened up by the looks of things and three wide with cover perhaps or, or moving line um, on Saturday with the conditions to suit later in the day. I can see Material Witness letting loose late, cutting loose late, big closing speed and getting over the top of Jedi Mind in a tight one. Could be some scenes if that occurs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a bit excited. Yeah. Pretty good form around Material Witness. You won't, you, won't, you won't be there though? Uh, no, I won't be there. Saturday, yep. Unfortunately, can't make it Saturday. <laughs> um, pretty good form around material. When did you go back? It looks even better. We ran into ran second time scale timely outburst when both were flying. Yep. Flashed at Wiener Waltz, who got it softest, and Wiener Waltz was flying as well. We came from rearward with 59 and a half. Uh, we carried the 60 with three and four deep the trip. I think just edged out yeah. by Forest War. I'm, so, a, I'm a believer, mate. I'm a believer. Yeah, I don't have to convince you. I, I'm a, tr- I'm a truth. I don't think we were meant to win first up. That's why there was a bit of a drift in the betting there. Uh, we thought we might have meant been to win or expected to win. I don't think we were expected to, to win. win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's why there was a, a little wobble in the betting, and um, so yeah, they, we thought we were run away. They didn't. No, no, they didn't. know, unfortunately, it's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to watch a horse go around without having money on it. But I just back in the times. I think they'll lose. So. Um, but yes, yeah, so it looks a it looks a nice race. It is a sticky map though. Like I just think, yeah. okay, what back are we going to get? Is Holy Ghost from Seven going to get in our way? Um, well, just just could be a sticky little map. So we're going to need Pikey to. I do hope that my map's right. Maybe and Rebel Knight kicks up. Crystal Dane Breeze and uh, London Holly. Miss three wide no cover. Yeah, yep. and yep. then if we've got London Miss, who I think will take us into the race three wide no cover. Actually, yep. to be honest with you, with the fifty four and a half, I, I think then it's it's a great spot to be. But this race will come down to how's the fence playing, how's the centre playing, does Material Witness get a card up, yep. um, does Jedi Mind just land on the back of Crystal Dane or the right horse, get a gap at the right time. And sprint. And, and mm. if, if so, it's going to be very hard to hold out, especially that part of the track's playing well. So um, I've marked Jedi Mind a clear favourite, actually, BJ. hope I'm wrong. Um, I think Jedi Mind's form as a three-year-old is pretty superior to these. Uh, a stiff first up on a cold rail behind Island Charm, stiff. Last start with Jake McNaught on it behind Sun Sun. Reign of Fire, it's good form. Yeah. Like it's actually really, really good form. The trial was a 10 out of 10. Beating home elite fighter who obviously made that look pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think with normal luck, Jedi Mind will be very hard to beat. But I think, yeah, Material Witness may have the most upside of them. So it's um, it's quite exciting. Look, for, for uh, 
from a punting point of view, Jedi Mind is is just about definitely a bet. The way I've got it marked here, at just under three bucks even. Really? Means, yeah, um, I'm pretty thin. I, I, Jedi Mind was it's shame it's run into mature witness. It's one I was sort of waiting for with the right setup. Yeah. Um, but um, but in saying that, I'm I'm not much over four bucks material witness. As I was well, uh, so. I was three eighty the pair of them. Okay. Yeah, I've got five dollars material yeah. witness. So yeah. it's, a, it's a definite over bet. So bet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm not I didn't very, have I'm not, I'm not I didn't very have good Bernier. at pricing. Didn't have Bernier to survive four fifty though. I'm not very good at pricing my own horses. That's yeah. been money as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been that's been supported. So I think the market's too tight in regards to some of the others. Crystal Dane six dollars that wobbles. Yeah, that's too thin. Burnyard for me that's too short. Loved its wins, but yeah, it's a big difference between beating American Sue and Al Norman who couldn't go yesterday to running into this. In saying that, from nine material witness eight if it tags material witness the whole way. That's a nice little spot to be. Yeah, it's got a weight advantage, but I don't think it can. Out, I don't think it can outkick Material Witness. I no, think, I think you've, my view on the race is if Material Witness is within striking distance, um, on straightening, it's all she wrote. Yeah. Oof. Hopefully, BJ's right here. Mm. I bet you a can of coke and hope I lose this. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm always cagey. I'm not really interested in getting too involved in Jedi Mind at all. That's for sure. Yeah. In fact, I'll probably barely have a bet. But um, yeah, I'll be guided. I think from a betting point of view, um, how the service is playing. Get a long time to look at it from race nine. So okay, let's take a break. We'll be back with our best mad and late for Easton Qualt Stakes Day. Okay, we're back with our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Over to you, Terry. Who's your Betfair Best? Oh, I've struggled for a Betfair Best today. Nothing is really shumping out at me. Um, we'll go with race two. Might be with you. Blazing yep. away. We're in. We're in cahoots. Cahoots. Yeah, if uh, Sniffy Miss is going to be a second favourite, we can we can dive in, dive in. What price are you blazing away? I was flat three dollars. Flat three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. two fifty. So yeah. anything north of three, and let's get involved, Maddie BJ. It's not very deep fields. There's not too many horses above twenty bucks. Um, what do you got for us? I ended up the, the horse that uh, took my eye from a Maddie point of view is London Miss. Her oh. peak her peak form is really strong. Uh, twenty six dollars best available gets a claim off Holly Watson mid prep trial uh, win was good. So if if uh, the stable has London Miss anywhere near right, she can run a cheeky race at a price. Mm, it's funny London Misses uh, and Kendall's me dad. I've both yeah. got them yeah. sub twenty. They're both over twenty, but there isn't enough in it for me to have a bet. Um, start the fire. I'm twenty one. It's sixty seven. So that's that's a good man. That's a good one. That's a good man. Borderline uh, insanity. The only one it is borderline insanity. Yeah. Doing insanity. <laughs> Um, but I'll go, I'm going to just fudge it a tiny bit. Mosquitoes, 15, 16 yeah. bucks. I'm, it's a thinnish race card. That's one I will be definitely probably backing each way or, or dutching with him. He's seeing. So here, Mosquito, to uh, to be a fly in the ointment, the Velvet Queen. Do you get it? I get yeah. it. That's good. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, lay of the day. <laughs> Bet fair. Lay of the day. Uh, well, I, th I think we. I think I just have to. I'm compelled to go with. I'm pretty. I've taken this mare on before and got burnt. Mm. So uh, she is one. She has a one nil advantage over me when it comes to our betfair lays. But the way that the the rest of the day is shaped out, it has to be my lay. Okay, that's brave. Yeah, I'm definitely not taking on mine pretty. Um, I'll be taking on it from a punting point of view. Yeah. Um, and I hope, yeah, I hope you're right there. Uh, I'll go with Island Charm. I was pretty happy to knock that. You've got it on top. Yeah. So that makes it even a bit more fun yeah. taking it on. So I think Island Charm's race was last start. And um, I don't think Native Charm will win the race either. Yes, very yeah. good. <laughs> you should have seen his face then. He didn't. What's he on about? Very good. Very good. The great Southerner, Native Charms. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that brings our 
easing wild stakes day preview to a close. Uh, everything in readiness for the big day tomorrow, Guru? Yeah, ready to rock and roll. 38 degrees. Tell you what, I'm going to have to get a little one of those um, kiddie pools down there, fill it with sun cream and just just dip into that the entirety of the day myself. So, now looking forward to it, looking forward to, uh, <laughs> to seeing everyone that's coming along uh, tomorrow and uh, I'm not looking forward to, to being alive on, uh, on Saturday. But uh, well done again to, to Brittany. Locking off Lockie, the new, the new, the new WA Racing mastermind. Uh, locking off Lockie, three nil potentially four nil. Could be the biggest ever margin of defeat once the um, once we get Jen, our, uh, Lucky, our wonderful producer. Lucky wasn't best of five. Could have got up. Could have <laughs> real man, for yeah. Lockie. Lockie, he's definitely he's got the blinkers on for the Friday parte. I'd yeah. suggest he uh, <laughs> didn't give a yelp. Maybe his phone went dead. Deary me, went too quietly there. But, uh, um, I have to say big thanks to, we haven't given her a shout out for a while, producer, hard, hard-working yes. producer Jen uh, coming into the new year. We uh, better make sure that we keep her on side so she can keep uh, putting this uh, shambolic podcast together. Shambolic, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good word for it. Thanks, Jen. Um, yeah, no, thanks, Jen. We appreciate everything you do. Anyway, I've got to go practice my lawn bowl, so I'm hard to beat tomorrow. But until... Oh, don't forget before that. Don't forget to get your entries in for the Narrage and Get Out oh, States. Oh, yes. The NOS. And don't forget the, the Brad. The NOGOS. Don't forget the Brad. The time on Brad. Yeah, make sure you have a bet in the Brad and make sure you uh, you get your Narrage and Get Out States in. I can't give you a tip because I haven't got a clue. <laughs> but until next week on the 1-1. One, one.